Welcome to Thursday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name is John. There's Brady, Brett, Big Dick Toledo, and I am not going to say another word all morning. Thank you, folks. Have a great day. All we'll right. see you tomorrow right here on 98 KUPD. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, there's, there we are. All Larry, right, Larry, Larry, Larry. <laughs> not saying a word. Uh, I saw what happened to Alex Jones, and if you get caught lying, uh, now the precedent has been set. Now, he knew he was lying. I don't know if you guys saw that Alex Jones now has $965 million to pay out. The, saw that. the $49 million they got him initially with, pretty big. Yeah. That's what, in Texas? Or no, that's in uh, Connecticut, yeah, the, I think, isn't it? Well, there's two different states yeah. that took him to. Well, either way, $965 million, nearly a billion dollars in punitive damages caused, uh, you know, from his, his lies. And uh, now, you know, uh, we're all liars. Everybody's lied about something in their lives. And, it's, God, you do it long enough, you start believing it. And uh, if you get ratings from it, for crying out loud, it's fantastic. Trust me, it's great. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to. That's not. That's a. That's a hefty price tag for a guy who was essentially just being a complete and utter idiot. Now, I talked to a friend of mine, a comedian friend of mine, yesterday. We had the discussion yesterday. I mean, yes, he, he needs to be punished. There's no question. You know uh, what he did. If you look into the depths of Alex Jones' constant uh, conspiracies, uh, and that's the other thing. I like conspiracies, and if conspiracies are then considered lies by someone else's standard. Uh, that's trouble because I think some conspiracy, like my conspiracy that we didn't go to the moon every time we said we went to the moon, I stand by that. I don't think that's true. I think sunblock is a conspiracy. I think sunblock is a, but that's mine. I'm keeping that personal. You do whatever you want, but I think sunblock is a is a business. There's absolutely zero uh, correlation to the invention of sunblock, and the and in fact, skin cancer has gone up. I think there's a protective measure with that. So I've had these these theories in my head too. Are they true? I don't know. They're just my thoughts. But do I present them as fact? Probably to some people I would. Uh, but Alex Jones did his thing and went on and on and on and then started to realize that it was making people crazy and started to cause death threats for the families and everything. So there's probably should have been a punishment. But a billion dollars? So my friend said, what about Dr. Fauci? How many times Biden, Trump, Fauci were wrong and covered what they were saying with more wrong so they didn't get caught the first time. They got caught lying a lot. a lot. Joe Biden campaigned on the idea that if you get the vaccine, you can't catch COVID. It, you and can't get over. it anymore. And, uh, it, well, beyond that, I mean, he basically, the government can say it's over and they can back it up. But he actually said in a campaign speech, if you get the vaccine, you cannot get COVID anymore. Yeah. And that wasn't true. So where do these lies and truths become you know, just certain like court cases who's being held responsible, right? Who's who's the ultimate uh, judge and jury on that outside of a judge and jury? Nine hundred and sixty-five billion dollars for being a the world's biggest asshole is is basically what just happened. And I'm in that category. I, I'm scared of that. I've been pointed at before and told that I'm an a hole, and now juries have a precedent to set the Alex Jones case. And he was on the radio while they read the verdict. He had his, they have a clip of him going, "This must be what it's like to be in hell." They just keep reading the charges like you have the money, and I don't have that kind of money. I don't know what they're doing. I told you the government was trying to make me gay, Brady. I told you that. Oh, wait a minute. So you're telling me the gay frogs rant is Gay is frogs rant is, is... Well, no, their government's trying to make everybody gay. No one's oh, going okay. after that one. By the oh, way, okay, I, I, think think Brett, I... I think Brett might be a bot. 
I'm bot sent by the government to, to question me. I didn't like that question at all. But uh, now, uh, in, in an effort to prove the government's trying to make us all gay, guess what I have to do to pay back that money? I got to blow every guy I see for a few bucks to try to get a billion dollars. Man, they made me gay. It's just not fair. Not fair. And the bot over here staring at me. I'm, I'm not liking that. He's going to, give me 20 bucks and I'll, I'll make you happy, bot. I got to blow Brady. I got to blow Rich. I'm going to try to make 30 bucks out of this room. Why don't you jump on the Bigfoot bandwagon? Start going off on I got to blow Bigfoot? Uh, if I did that on tape, I bet you I could make a billion. Put an OnlyFans page out. <laughs> Alex Jones blows Bigfoot. <laughs> Talk about your relationship with him the whole time. My love affair with Bigfoot. How oh, he gave me anal fissures. Ooh. Bigfoot, yeah, well, he's dirty. He's oh, dirty. He ripped it up. That'd be a couple million dollars. I could be like uh, Bad Barbie. Cash me outside, girl. She made a million dollars in a day. If I blew Bigfoot, I could probably get $400 million. Think of what you'd have to do. And the families, I don't know. The end goal of this is not to get his money. It's to destroy him. He's not going to have He doesn't have a billion dollars. I mean, he made a lot of money on this thing, but he didn't have a billion dollars. And I can understand uh, some of the ra- rage by some of the family members that happened sure. there. You'd want to destroy this guy. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a, that is a hefty... Fee for a guy who essentially fooled dumb people. And that's really what it was. And the, and the guess, I mean, Facebook out and out said, yeah, we buried some stories uh, in order to protect our truth. Uh, the Hunter Biden thing, they just flat lied and lied and lied about yep. that. And I mean, when does this when does this billion dollar settlement hit other things? Not a Republican. Look, I'm I'm not an Alex Jones guy. I think it's I think he's absurdly funny. It's entertainment I, to I, me. Yeah, I think it's National Enquirer yeah. crap. And National Enquirer used to get away with that stuff, saying we're tabloid. You can't prove us wrong. They would say crazy things like you know Carol Burnett had sex with an alien, and she's you know part this that, and they're like you can't prove it wrong. We're, we're saying something so absurd it can't be proven wrong. I mean Sandy Hook stuff that uh, Alex Jones was going on about could be proven wrong. And I thought it's just so weird, though. Sometimes because, you know, the only time I've, I've had very little contact with Alex Jones as far as listening, sure. and I listened to that one podcast of uh, Joe Rogan, where Rogan was fact checking, fact checking him, and he's like, you know, you're crazy, but some of the stuff you say is—he's right until he was wrong. Yeah, and, and so that's why the, would you? Because he's ruin your whole thing. Because you're right until you're wrong is entertainment. Yeah. Uh, exaggerating truth is entertainment. That's the whole point of entertainment. You take a truth and you throw it a massive curveball. He did it further than anybody possibly could imagine. Sure did. So I always questioned the people who listened to Alex Jones who bought into it. Like, it seemed so far-fetched. That just means we have to be careful with how stupid the general public is. That an Alex Jones type can actually get headway. Like, he can... He can make people believe this stuff just because he's got this uh, position on the radio. And again, I've told you guys this a million times. There's really no gatekeeper to this anymore at all. You're yeah, a C you're student. Everybody's a C student. Carrie Lake is going to be governor probably of the state, and her qualifications are that she did a good job of uh, delivering news. That's essentially what we know her for. I don't know if she can run a household, let alone a state, but she seems to be confident and good on TV. That's really all it takes. From... You know, a lot of the politicians I've seen throughout growing up, yeah. it just doesn't seem like there's oh, much there's qualifications. Not, not a whole lot of extraordinary popularity yeah. contests. Yeah. Well, but that's my point. Like, radio yeah. people get 
we get too much, uh, I don't know, you get too much credibility just because you have the microphone. When, you brought, when you're screaming loudly from a, a bullhorn and there's a crowd beneath you, you know, you can... You, the mob mentality, You believe too. it. You start to think, yeah, they're listening to me. I must make sense. I've got some sort of a cachet. I've got power. Power. I wonder out of all his listeners how many people actually took him seriously compared to people that were listening for entertainment like us. You know, could we just laugh at him? I, I think it was... Only took a small amount. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, I get, you know, yeah, yeah, I get that, but I mean... But then, then that's Twitter. Yep. And so where, where does this line go to where Twitter is like a thing where somebody... You know, that's the dangerous thing of the fire in a crowded theater versus just saying something stupid. That's the freedom of speech. And people will say, well, there's consequences for your speech. Sure, but I mean, everybody then, not just when we pick and choose those consequences. That doesn't make sense to me. Because the, the point that, uh, that my, my buddy made was the, the Fauci thing. And, and he was wrong a lot. Was it detrimental? I don't know. It shut down a lot of businesses. It shut down a lot. There was a lot of money lost because of the way that this whole thing was handled. And I'm not saying it was uh, Biden. It was Trump, too. They all closed the world. That's a ton of cash out the door. And if they hadn't printed it up and given it back to people, there'd be a lawsuit on that. It's all lies or assumptions and conspiracies. And who knows now? Because I'm not talking. I'm not talking conspiracies anymore. I don't think my uh, moon conspiracy can hurt anybody. But I think we went to the moon maybe two or three times. Maybe. And then just started to fake it so we could break Russia. It makes sense to me. Russia was on the brink of financial disaster. They were spending all of their money to keep up with us in the space race. We hit the moon first. Uh, they, and then nobody, nobody since 1974 or whatever has even tried. Well, re- the recent news, you think about what we're buying into. This is fantastic. We threw the NASA dart up there. And yeah. guess what? They just found out it did alter the it course It moved of it. it. It moved the thing. Well, no, they can. They've monitored that. Sure, but you're just accepting that, like uh, sure. based upon. That's not as conspiratorial to me because it doesn't really affect anyone. Like no, just, but there's know, where the conspiracies come from. We're like, why were they throwing that out there? Well, then, well, the conspiracy to me is that the we're prepping for something what that they know is know. coming. Yeah, yeah, what don't we know that there's something that is coming towards them? And you know. They got to try to figure out how to move these things because we're we're on a collision course. But that was the same thing with uh, Fauci and the whole. You know, well, they've got things that prove that, and right. But then, then they were wrong, and they continued to shut things down, and people lost businesses, and oh, you yeah. know, there were suicides and all sorts of stuff from this. the vaccine battle. Guys lost jobs. Uh, I mean, you go no further than the NBA when people just disagreed with Can't it. Come they, into the building. You're not allowed to be at work anymore. You're going to lose your job if you don't comply we had a thing here that if you weren't vaccinated you you had to go through this you know almost a a scarlet letter type shaming of if you want to be you know against the the, and i was all for it look my deal with the vaccine was you get it make it i I didn't care that much as much poison as i pour in my body on a regular basis i couldn't be self-righteous about the medical end of it i didn't want to get a vaccine i didn't want to do any of it but it made life easier for everybody mainly me so i did it i complied because it made it easy yeah is that a great stance to take no but i didn't care that much so i'm not gonna dive into this thing like the other people like you're just a sheep i'm like maybe you're right i'm a sheep who likes to get through a day without a hassle so i didn't like the mask i didn't and that was the biggest thing is that they told you you didn't have to wear the mask anymore if you got the vaccine that was better that was worth it right there totally and once you're at your table yeah you could have fired some of that 
gay frog venom in me, and I would have happily have done that to get those masks off. But yeah, it's a, a billion-dollar settlement. How's about that? Crazy. So uh, be careful who you're uh, telling stories to. Today. My friend Chris last night at the uh, with a band, Sodomizing Linda, was together last night rehearsing for the Night of the Singing Dead. And Chris told the story that he was shot once. We, uh, it's a, Our friend got shot in a hunting accident in the arm uh, under his uh, tricep and shoulder area. And uh, he's telling the story. And in the middle of the story, you know, you got to add color to your story to make people interested. So he's like, yeah, we're hunting and all this. And I guy wheels around, shoots me in the arm. And he goes, and uh, there I am, you know, at the hospital. It hit the some sort of uh, bloodletting vein. I don't know what it was. Something was just pouring out and a tourniquet and all this stuff. And he said, uh, and he goes, I was, uh, I was on the verge of playing college basketball. I'm like, no, 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 stop right there. Whoa, chief. First off. If you're going to tell the story, you were about to get drafted into the NBA. At least boost this thing up a little bit. You were a you were a prospect uh, in the late '80s, early '90s for NBA teams. You were going to jump college. You know, if you're going to add in the the story about yeah, I was going to play at UNM. I don't know where he was going to go. Some dumb okay, m- who's m- your- yeah, yeah, New Mexico A and M. Like yeah, all right, that's enough. You were going to go to Duke. At least get a good college out of it. And we all started laughing. I'm like, you're going to tell a story. Embellish the hell out of it. It's on the phone with Bobby Knight at the time. Look, if getting shot doesn't rope in the listeners, add in that you were going to Duke and Mike Krzyzewski wanted a PC. That's better. But Unbelievable. That, that's that's like somebody saying they were just about to get signed and Nirvana ruined their career exactly. as a musician. You know? <laughs> we know that guy. His name's Paul. He works over at KSLX. And he always talks about like his band was signed. It's a good story. It's a great it's, story. It sounds yeah. sad, but it's a good story. I appreciate the lie that he was about, that his band was about to break. One week later, Nirvana hits, and the the record company basically says your your music is old and done, and we're not going to do it anymore. And I'm like, ah, great story. It's a great thing to tell yourself of why you didn't make it. Nirvana's to blame. Grunge music. It's a great story, and he's told me that story. 41 times. I, I don't know that he has another story. <laughs> but if you've got a life story like that, you've been telling it. It's great. Now, I've told this story. I can tell you that the embellished part of this story is that uh, I make up the number of how many cuts I made when I tried out for the Cubs. I did try out for the Cubs during the strike season. There was 8 million people there. So I considered every time they didn't tell me to go home, surviving a cut. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> when they told me, all right, you and you, go over there. I just survived a cut. That's one. And I, I went through what I considered eight different cuts. <laughs> Not really. But I told that story, and it's fantastic. Now, my friend, who was a catcher, actually got to play. I was a pitcher, and it was just like 7,000 of us. And all I did was just want to show up and see if I could wear the uniform. They see gave the you shirts. process, too. Yeah, we all got uh, T-shirts uh, after the fact. or Not all of us, but a lot of us. I think you had to pay for that shirt, too, if I remember right. You had to kick in on the way out. But, uh, you know, you went in in your gear. You want one that says, I, t- I tried out? I threw heat. I gassed it. I stood next to a dude that I couldn't believe what I was seeing in person. Uh, a double-A guy who was uh, in his late 20s that hadn't made it yet. And the stuff I was watching him do and the things I was doing were drastically different. I could throw real hard, like four or five times in a row. The velocity started to really kind of shake down a little bit after that fourth throw because I was humping it. This dude's throwing equally as hard. The ball's moving a foot and a half. And he's putting no effort in. And I'm like, well, this is my last finger quotes 
cut. I'm going home soon. And the one coach told me, he said, your mechanics are horrible. But you can throw really hard. Like, yeah. So you get with a coach and work on that. You got to, you know, you could you could possibly do something. I'm like, really? And then he just walked away. <laughs> so I think he was just being nice. I don't even know if he was a coach, to be honest. That was fun, though. It was at Fitch Park. It was at Hohokam. Massive amounts of strike guy tryout. I've told that story a hundred times. Every time I say, yeah, I made it through eight different cuts. Hey, I didn't make it through eight cuts. I made it through eight times of being told, do something else. Go stand go over there. Go to the next station. Go stand over there. Yeah. That was, a, that was a survival of a cut. You, go stand over there. And just lean on that wall. All right. I guess I'm... They There's want, a cut. They want me here. Some of the guys weren't getting that. Some of the guys weren't being told to go stand over by the bathroom. You and Ricky Strump, you go, uh, go clean up that garbage can. Okay. I think I just got a job here with the Cubs. I was there for about two hours. That's it. That's it. That's Some not of those stories are cuts. funny when you hear the uh, athletic oh, you know, yeah. skills oh. and stuff. Like uh, We worked for a guy that said he gave a golden sombrero to... Yeah, Clancy Woods is yeah. his name. You, you don't like to say names. Clancy Woods is his name. He was a uh, uh, somewhat of a shyster general manager we worked for, and he uh, his brother was Gary Woods, an actual professional baseball player. And Clancy used Clancy to play for the Cubs. Triple, yeah, yep. Clancy, Clancy used to play some balls. Played some. He was good. Yeah. He played some uh, semi pro ball there and some triple A ball, and he used to tell everybody the stories like Brady's friend Bob Brenly, announcer for the time. Yeah, gave that guy a hot foot. Uh, <laughs> In the locker room one time, I lit a shoe on fire. Didn't know it. It's a pretty great story there. I was, I was, I was a cut up on the old team, and uh, Brady went to talk to Bob Brindley about that. And he's like, "Never heard of him. Don't know who that is. Never played with him. Never heard of him." <laughs> what about a hot foot? Yeah, hot foot. Never, never. No. And I actually think Brindley actually said, "No one ever gave me a hot foot," because he was a catcher. They're usually the biggest dude in the thing, and he's the the Jake Taylor. He was going to kick your ass if you started lighting his feet on fire. So Brindley was like, "Nope, never heard of him. Never played a, a game of baseball with that guy." Man. And then Clancy moved on. So I was a pitcher also. I uh, I gave him a golden sombrero, four strikeouts one day. I got your boy Brenly. Brenly, did you ever get strikeouts? I never had a golden sombrero, even in the minors. Ah! <laughs> but you got to give it to the weekend with Deion Sanders. It's the Uncle Rico. Got a talk show for him. <laughs> right. That, that guy. Yeah, he's the one who, he, he was a constant, though. That guy, if anybody's got Alex Jones money uh, problems, it should be him. Every time I've run into him, he's like, I've been thinking about you. No, you haven't. I have. I'm putting together this show. You, Troy Aikman, God, <laughs> the Dalai Lama. <laughs> what? We're going to do a sports show. Everyone's in but you. What yeah. do you think? What do you think? And I'm like, yeah, and I think you'd be great to like host the round table. But again, it was Troy Aikman, the ghost of Ronald Reagan, Ellen DeGeneres, Ethel Merman. Like, what are you? He just names off every celebrity that pops in his mind. And then he's, and then I'm going to host it. He's like, I've been thinking about you for this. I've been thinking about you for this. No hinging on you. Then I talked to my my buddy Chuck Powell. I'm like, yeah, I ran into Clancy Woods. Remember Clancy? Oh, yeah. I ran into him, too. He's got some idea. He wants me to host a show with the Dalai Lama. And I'm like, oh, Christ. He told all of us the same thing. And it never came to fruition. But, yeah, that guy was like, well, we all know somebody who's a complete and utter fabricator. As opposed to just an exaggerator, which I think all of us kind of boost a story a little bit here and there to make the story better. Over time, a story gets boring to even the storyteller. So you throw in a little color. It was a tough decision. Um, you know, having the opportunity here at KUPD, yeah. you extended and and Clancy in the last minute had a great idea of uh, me being the station mascot yeah. for all the stations. Yeah. 
It addressed now Kevin. you hear about that money you're talking about the, that yeah. they're making. Man. Yeah, with Rocky up in Denver making six twenty five a year, being a mascot. I don't think you have the physical uh, abilities that Rocky had. And being multiple stations. Yeah, you, imagine, know. you know. You would have been uh, cool and the zone. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked out. And you wouldn't have uh, you would have hated your life. Oh, that guy had that guy was a we've all run into but again it's just mainly he's just a an insanely good BS artist. He's and a grifter. Pull some of it off. So when you grift now, because to me it was the most egregious grifting ever what Alex Jones did. But when you grift someone, when you scan them, like I don't feel sorry. I stop. I stop feeling sorry for the victim when it's so stupid that you fell for it. You know, uh, the families at Sandy Hook. That's different. And if and it affects a third party, that's it. But like the the flag lady down for the Diamondbacks that yeah. sent ten thousand dollars in books to some guy she'd never met, and then she's like, and then a hundred grand was gone, and she's like, I've been helping him out, and I don't know that he's real. She gets catfished and goes on the news and says, I can't believe this happened. I, I, I lose sympathy for you when I hear you say you cut out each individual page of a big book, money size, to stack the money in the book so no one would look at it, because that's how you were told to send it to him, rather than just a cashier's check or, you know, Western Union or whatever it was. She sent it in books. Multiple times. I, I need money to get off the like space that. station. International <laughs> oh, space station. Yeah. 30K. <laughs> that lady me. yesterday is talking to that Russian cosmonaut <laughs> and sent him $30,000 so we could, you know, I don't know, go to the shop on the space station. I don't know what he's doing up there. I have to go to space station store in a month of ruble. You help out a little bit with American cash. You know, very tough back in Russia with war on Ukraine. Uh, you fire over, let's say, 30000 Okay. Okay, good. That's good. I mean, that's a billion-dollar crime. You got, pe- but people are dumb, and I think the audience of Alex Jones, if anybody took it seriously, it's kind of on them. And those are the people that should pay. If anybody was harassing the Sandy Hook families, is Alex Jones responsible for that, or is it the person who actually does it? Yeah, was he telling them directly? I mean, even if he's telling them directly, did he cause that? Yes. Should he pay for that? Yes, but a billion dollars. That's ridiculous. I'm not standing up for Alex Jones. I'm standing up for me. What if I say something that turns out later wasn't a fact? What if that sunscreen thing gets proven wrong? It's like, oh, John got 400,000 people to stop using sunscreen. You don't. I, I still use sunscreen, but I use it differently than everybody else. I don't slather it all over my body to start the day. If I'm going to be in the sun all day... I'll do it a couple hours later. Mostly, I cover up. That's why I wear long sleeves when I ride my bike. I wear a hat. The Middle East doesn't have the skin cancer problem America has, and they don't use sunscreen because they dress up like beekeepers. Yep. They cover themselves. We're too vain. We want tank tops and shorts, and we want to be, you know, people from New Hampshire that move to Phoenix and stand out here in this summer sun and act like it's okay because we're covered up with sunscreen. Well, once you start using sunscreen... Your body stops doing the natural thing it's supposed to, which is protect you from the sun. Anyone from the UK that comes over here. Oh my God, they torch. They should, and those people immediately, if you land here today from London and you go out in the sun, you should be covered in sunscreen and a t-shirt, a long sleeve t-shirt and everything else. You should be coated in it. But you know, the study on sunscreen is the more you use it, the less your body naturally fights it. So the day you don't, you're more susceptible to a terrible burn or some sort of damage. Moderation is always the key. The sun is good for you. It keeps us alive. I have to imagine that the sun is better for you 
than a chemical made by some company that's charging you 20 bucks that has zero medical proof that it's done anything to protect you from cancer, which is their promise. And now you're seeing um, definitely in the last 10 years more shirts that have the... uh, Right, sunscreen in them. Yeah. See, that's the scam to me, is a shirt automatically protects you from the sun. What are you wearing? Like fishnets that make it so you have... <laughs> what kind of shirt are you wearing yeah, because that I, the sun's I just blazing you through? it's cotton in the You're, Middle East, pretty much. Well, I don't know what they wear, but they cover up. And that's all you got to do is put a layer of something over yourself if you're going to be in the sun. You look at Mexican uh, landscapers. Those dudes aren't wandering around in T-shirts and shorts. Long sleeves, jeans, big hats. Those big, awesome hats. I got guys in my backyard right now doing a bunch of work. Man, do they have some stuff on, and they look comfortable. They're fine. But they still tan through that stuff. It's amazing. It's natural, Brady. They, oh. they showed up that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have that. And I mean, again, am I wrong? I, I'm open to debate on the sunscreen issue. I know people who have had, uh, Megan has had skin cancer issues and things like that and has to be careful in the sun. I totally understand her putting that on. I know it makes sense. Her body doesn't have a natural defense to the sun. She's very fair-skinned, so her body doesn't adapt well to this, so she should protect. But if you're if you're in moderate and you're a normal, you know, pigment, sun is great for you. What did they tell you with COVID, too? You know what? Get out and get in the sun. Vitamin D is really good for you. You should get some natural sunlight and not block it all the time. But that's my theory. If it's proven wrong, do I owe, like, a billion dollars if it turns out yes. there's a, you think? Now you do. What if there's, like, 20 people out there who, who did it and then it, they all got cancer? And they go to the class, and then I'm sitting at home eating, you know, uh, these delicious rice cakes Brady found from Quaker Oats that we can't get enough of. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the doorbell rings, and there's some guy standing there with a, a billion-dollar lawsuit because he's like, you, get, you killed a bunch of people with your stupid sunscreen theory. Huh? What about religion? How many lies have they told? Where's their... I don't think the Catholic Church has thrown a billion dollars out to their victims. Um, it's close over time, but think of it. There's thousands and thousands of yeah. people. It would uh, add up to a billion. You'd be like, it's a billion dollars they paid up. They should have done it multiple times. A billion dollar payout. Alex Jones is a is a bad person, but uh, that's a hell not of that a, that's a hefty fee, man. Gay not, not like he invented Oxycontin and uh, you know other <laughs> right. stuff and got that. Right. They're writing checks like crazy. That's a good one. The Oxycontin. That's a good uh, documentary series or uh, whatever that thing is that they got on Netflix right now about the the medicine, the invention of Oxycontin, and how they just knew the whole cigarettes. They had to pay a bunch of money because they lied about. It doesn't make you sick. Don't worry about. It. Now all they have to do is put a label on there that says, "Look, you know, we lied to you before. This stuff makes you. It'll kill you, but it's uh, enter at your own risk." The NFL, all that stuff. Anyway, billion dollars for one guy for lying. Brett, to be mind on. your piece and cues. That's why Brett's always... You know, Brett's been smart about it the whole time. Allegedly. I don't know. <laughs> People are talking. You say things that are just so out there, like, I don't know if you he's... clear it. Is he making sense? Is it, he just doesn't really commit to one way or the other, but you kind of know what he's saying. I don't know. There's people talking. I've heard things. That's the Italian way, to be so ambiguous with your information. You're like, he may be lying. But I think he did something terrible, and I'm not going to ask him any more questions. We don't need to talk about that. That's my favorite thing anybody ever says. You know about that dead guy? We don't need to talk about that. 
You said everything you need to say right there. You know about it. You might have been I involved. Said nothing. In you said everything. Said nothing. That's the thing about Italians that I love. You say everything. Nobody needs to know a thing about that. Let's just <laughs> allegedly. Wow. You admitted to it, and you don't even know you did. <laughs> Phenomenal. Anyway, good luck out there, liars. And I told you that study a few years ago that on average, I think it was 17 lies per day on average per person. And the lies can be as much as like, how you doing? I'm great. Just to avoid somebody else. Do you like, my, do you like my hair? Sure. You look fantastic. You just, you know, deep down you wouldn't tell people the truth all the time. You'd hurt Did you their, lose weight? Yeah, you'd hurt their feelings constantly. Right, you know they didn't lose weight. You're, you're saying something to just pass time. Anyway, good luck. Gay frogs, contrails, all those conspiracy theories. And that that's scary to me because with the billion-dollar price tag, it basically says we're going to quiet anybody that gets too far out there. They might stumble over something good. And I think he has. Like, Joe Rogan did have Alex Jones on that time. And I think he, Joe Rogan even told him, you're on to something. But then you, then go, you go crazy. Yeah. Like, you've got something here. This is true. Then you go nuts. And you make everybody go, well, he's, know, he's out of his mind. I think I'm going to die. Well, this is, they're after me, and I know for a fact that they're going to kill me with the gay frog. And then they're sending in Italian bots. <laughs> Stand next to me the entire time. <laughs> Where are the men with a billion dollars that I could blow? <laughs> yeah, it isn't freedom of speech, but it's becoming perilously, uh, well, it's very close to, to bad. Uh, that it is, uh, you know, your speech can have consequences, especially with Twitter and Facebook. If you would have done um, a disclaimer before the show, so, that yeah. would have cleared a lot of stuff eventually. Views are expressed on this like show. Like the Surgeon General. Are solely mine, and most of them are bullshit. <laughs> that would have, yeah. This is for entertainment purposes only. Please, no wagering. Then get into it. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. But, uh... Billion dollars, a big, big paycheck. So be careful. Tell the truth today, as much as you can. Somebody says uh, these pants make me look fat. Say no, your giant fat ass does, honey. Not the pants fault. Quit blaming the pants. Time we all just got open about it all. Look lame, Brian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Roly Poly. Enough with the questions. We both know the answer. You're just trying to make me. You're gonna. You're, you're testing to see if I'm gonna lie to you. That's what women do. They ask you questions to see if you'll lie to them. Or if you'll tell them the truth. And then they get mad when you tell them the truth, but they really want the truth. What shoes are better? I don't know, the red ones. The red ones make my ankles look fat? <laughs> it's, not, it's not the red ones. God, it's not the red ones that they're doing. <laughs> you know what's making your ankles look fat? Cookies and all the food you eat. You've got fat ankles. You're a jerk. You asked the question. You didn't want a real answer. Do you like my hair up like this or down? Should I cut my hair short? Now, that's one thing, guys. I don't know why we've... That's... Never cut your hair, ladies. If you've got long hair, don't cut it. If you've got short hair, you know, leave it there. If you met the guy that way, keep it that way for a good... You know, you can dress it up, but don't chop it off and go old lady hair. Or as my dad called it when his girlfriend did it, retard hair. (laughs) Not a good thing. Anyway, stop lying to each other. Uh, It's 616. I'll tell you the truth all day long. Uh, we'll tell you where Brett's going a little bit. Protect yes. the real truth warriors out there. People fighting for that freedom of speech that could cost you a billion dollars. Uh, you give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's silly. 
Jones things in there. They were crying when I forgot about it. <gasps> they started crying about pedophiles. <gasps> They're everywhere. In the government. <laughs> Oh, I'll tell you right now, Brady, 21 years of doing this show, I've never cared about anything enough that we've talked about to make me do anything close to that. I've never once just felt like I'm breaking down, brother. It's over. <laughs> You'd laugh so hard if I had a topic that I was on. And I'm like, <laughs> we're going to take a little break while this guy composes himself. Jeez, all bait. I don't know. It depends. I can and understand. All of a sudden, you know, you're in the room and someone's losing it. <laughs> I can understand getting misty-eyed. Yeah. I've had that a couple of times on the show. I've had a couple of times when I just had some emotional moments. But if I ever made the, <laughs> it's time to turn the mics off and go to commercial. <laughs> I can't get a word And when out. we'd go to commercial, I'd go where, the, where Toledo wow. is in the studio. Did you get that on tape? You got that right. It's over. This guy is done. <laughs> The guy is done. Did you hear what he said? We just offer our children up to the system with the fluoride and the water and the GMO hurting them. And we let fat perverts grab them at the airport to train them for the pedophile government. Where are the men in this country? Yeah, it goes on and on and on. It doesn't make sense to me. But uh, people are emailing in and there's a lot of uh, Alex Jones chatter. People are interested in him. And a lot of folks never even listen to the guy. They just know him as a nutbag. Somebody made a good point, though. Uh, going back and forth, and he said, man, doesn't it, you know, to start a new conspiracy, normally it's pretty easy to just publicly humiliate someone and make them crazy, and then they disappear. Like Roseanne. You know, when Roseanne said her crazy stuff, like, oh, she's crazy. Blame an ambient for all that. Nah, they just disappear her. And then they, they just, they paint you in such a way that the next thing you say is so bad that... People just stop. They've destroyed tons of people. Your your apology and your excuse for what happened is so much worse than what happened initially. Now you're just buried in some place, never to return again. Just the cancel culture has knocked a lot of people out. Alex Jones, they tried that for a year. Oh, he's nuts. He's nuts. This that, and he said that. Push him off into the corner. That uh, what was that uh, Grove place that he uncovered? The Bohemian Grove with yes. all the presidents in Northern California, right? And it's a place that turned out to be real and true, and this private club for super important people. And he went there originally and took some pictures to prove it. And then, but it's it, there. It turned out that's where the you know the group, the Oppenheimer gang, got together first, and and they do these and, weird and, yeah, and they ended up ceremony. Well, that's where he went nuts. Okay, do they or not? Yeah. Because uh, Nixon was notorious for saying it was the most homo f-word thing he's ever been a part of, uh, but he's like they do all yeah it's like a it's a, pictures of Henry Kissinger sure Reagan Kissinger in, all these in guys a dress. and they all acted like they weren't part of it and then they were and Alex Jones kind of uncovered that it's truthful and then they just finally came out and said yeah it's true and then Alex Jones went on to say it's where they discuss all their pedophilia and they have young people and it's like sacrifice a baby idol right yeah they're eating babies and that's where that whole cabal baby eating thing started with tom hanks and and that's where people like always off the rails but as crazy as he's been he won't go away so like the guy that emailed me and said i'm more conspiratorial about the 965 million dollars because it seems to me he's on to something or they wouldn't make such a massive example we're shutting him up yeah that you, you just destroy the man. And no matter what, you crush what he has to say because he's he's told so many lies. But, I mean, if that's the case, uh, 
$965 million. I, I don't understand. Like, what, what is he talking about that scares you so much? Outside of, I understand that the families of Sandy Hook deserve some cash. Man, I thought that $50 million was a pretty nice payday. Anyway, it's nuts. I got a lot of emails about that. A lot of them. No, it says, we may be living in the last few years of legally being allowed to be an asshole. Thanks, Internet. But as long as we don't uh, lead mobs of ignorant idiots, we'll be okay. Unfortunately, men like you, John, are at a higher risk of getting in trouble. I feel it's based on the fact that the toothless ghouls, remember Chuck used to call them that, our listeners, the toothless ghouls seem to worship you and whatever you say. Anyone that calls you chancellor, despite not knowing how to spell or understand why they're calling you that, <laughs> is likely someone who would do anything you ask them to do. There are way too many sheep out there. And that is truly the only responsibility that we have, is to make sure that we don't talk dumb people into doing something really bad. For instance, <laughs> when the gas prices went up in like 2005, yeah, and we told people to smear poop on the on the pumps, no one did it. The gas stations were nervous that dumb people would. And then I said, look, you can sit and fight back all you want. The only thing gas stations would actually be afraid of is fire. Nuclear war. Right. And then Sheriff Joe went on and said, if in fact someone lights a gas station on fire, that guy's responsible for it. Nobody did. But that was my first dance with, wow, they're dumb enough to actually think that. Because I'm saying it like a rational person saying, look, you can sit and have your daily boycotts of gas stations. And you can say, I'm not going to buy a Texco on Monday and Tuesday not Chevron. And, and eventually they all make their money back on the day you use them. Um, and I was like, that's stupid. The only, If you're serious about a revolution, the only thing they're afraid of is fire. And that's dumb. And I said that thinking everybody had a rational mind. Well, I was reminded quite quickly, not everyone does. And he's like, if anybody does, I'm like, nobody's going to do that. I'm like, you'll see. Dummies will do things you say. I'm like, ah. They realize it. Because I have to constantly remind myself I'm an idiot. I'm basically sort of, I'm, I'm like one shaky car right away from being mentally challenged. That's If my mom was in one more four-wheeler while, I, while she was pregnant with me, one more bump, one speed bump, I'd have been completely I've been totally dodo. But uh, I have to remind myself of that, that people think that I'm smart sometimes. And I don't get that. Because I'm not. Sound, I, I tell a good, there was also I spin a, part, a good yarn. Yeah, there was also a part of that that, uh, you know, was uh, going and take a bag of fiddle faddle. Yeah, steal Remember something. Remember saying that? Yeah. The, the gas prices are so high. Well, they also found out that you're not allowed to, well, we shouldn't say this, but you're, you're like... Uh, Convenience stores aren't allowed to chase you out of the store. So if they're charging, you, if they're gouging you at the, at the pump, you're you're owed one bag of fiddle faddle for free. That was my policy that I placed on all gas stations, and I don't know if anybody took advantage of it. I'm sure they did, but the clerks at the thing aren't going to chase you out or whatever. And you're not going to get in that much trouble for a fiddle faddle. So it was a good idea. I think the good news about that is they don't carry that anymore. Fiddle, fiddle faddle? faddle? Have you been yeah. looking for fiddle faddle? Funyuns, fiddle faddle, any of the snack size bags. Not a full family size. That would be wrong. That's big time theft. <laughs> One of those little ones, an individual pack. Nobody's going to miss that. Half time the We're clerks, good, right? Clerks are knocking those out too. We're good. 79 cents. Uh, somebody just said, My God, we have to do something. Listen to the Alex Jones thing. I'm just waiting for the Brady report to get my lawsuit started. Every day that guy says something that isn't true, whether he knows it or not. Uh, just making stuff up to go with stories that don't make sense. The man is a, a, a legend with lies. That's true. You just you add facts to stories that aren't even there. 
Assumptions. Like that lady who got run over by the jet ski the other day and tore her perineum. We couldn't figure out what you it's meant. It's opinionated. <laughs> or just wrong. Or made up. It's a good portion of it's made up. Yeah, but that is true. There's a there's an oddness to what we do here that you have to remind yourself that uh, just just because I'm well-spoken, I guess, or I can say something that sounds uh, to make sense because of the way I say it. Not that sentence. But, uh, you know, people think that I know what I'm talking about. I'm winging this stuff, man. Don't take me seriously. If I tell you to march in line down a road, don't do it. That's dumb. At 10 o'clock when I go away, you guys all go away. That's how I look at it. Everything I say up until 10 is just for entertainment. This is for entertainment purposes only. How about that? Never to be taken seriously. Uh, or it'll cost me a billion dollars if one of you guys does something stupid. We've had plenty of people do stupid stuff. We made that guy eat a bag of crickets. We've done some dumb things. But it's usually volunteers. Like, the, we didn't have a bag of crickets just laying around for anybody to eat. He brought them in. Remember? You remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. And then, he, we, uh, and then we, he puked him up, and then that lady ate his cricket vomit. For another pair of tickets. Ozzy Osbourne tickets. People do anything for stuff. They could have died. And, of course, our old boss, Chuck, you know, that guy could have died eating all those crickets. I don't know if that's real. Can you die from eating crickets? No. Sure you can. Hundreds of them in a wad that bounce around in your throat. You don't know that asshole. You don't know. He's swallowing them whole. Toledo's coming in with something. What else did we do? AMFing could, too. They could, too. You might get, you might, you'll, you'll see, you'll get your ass in a vice. Uh, also, the things we made Freddie do. We had that homeless oh, yeah. dude that lady. drink a gallon of milk in the hundred and. He brought the milk. I know, they brought it, but. We it, didn't make him. She volunteered to eat the toenail. And then, yeah, that Carla lady ate the toenail off <laughs> that homeless guy. <laughs> we had the idea. He provided the toenail. She said, okay. Rest in peace, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie's dead now. So is that lady who ate the toenail, I'm guessing. How could you not when it was a Freddicure? Yeah, we'll get a Freddicure. I mean, it, it just added up. It was a great name for a thing. Give uh, Freddicure. I think uh, our old employee, Ashley, still has uh, night terrors from sleeping in a bag with, with Freddie. Yeah, she had to get in a sleeping bag with that homeless guy. <laughs> Freddie. <laughs> all right, I'll treat this. I'll be a gentleman to that bitch. All right, Freddie, keep it down. And then she nibbled his toenails off. Yeah, and things we did to Eric, but he volunteered for money. Anyway, billion dollars. You screw up, boys. Tell the truth. Always tell the truth. Or be like Brett and just say, I don't know. I don't want to think we should be talking about that. It does lend you to, it, t- it leads you down a path of saying, what are they trying so hard to stop Alex Jones for? You know, it makes it does make you think. What does he know? Why is he such a target? Like, why can't we just brush him off like everybody else? Let him pay the families, and then just move on. What is the billion dollar? That's huge, and it is. It is a. It's scary to me. That's a scary because it's just a arbitrary finding of calling you dangerous because you're storytelling. It it quiets a lot of people that would say, "Well, I would say what I think here." 
but I don't. I'm not sure. But yet, Twitter, Facebook, all this other stuff—that's all based in what opinion and no fact and everything else. We're all worried about fake news constantly. Uh, CNN, Fox—they're always wrong. To me, it's more about punishing him for his behavior during yeah. the trial because he was disrespectful to the. To the oh, judge. he was horrible. He was chewing gum in yeah. the middle. Well, he she was called him out on horrible. It. So yeah, no, I. I think but how that about? You know who deserves a billion dollars? Deserves? Deserves. From newspapers and news outlets and everything else. Richard Jewell. Oh, yeah. It should go back. I mean, he's dead now, but the dude was not guilty. He, he was actually heroic. But He was the guy who uh, basically found the bomb at Centennial Park in 1996. The news attacked him so badly and then just said, sorry. And he got a settlement, but it wasn't a billion dollars. But all those those corporations that, that went after him, and the, the major news outlets, NBC, CBS, by name, naming him without, oh, yeah. without guilt or anything else, just saying, here's our suspect and here's what he did, and creating a, a just a nightmare. Brett Favre's getting it right now. Brett Favre is not guilty yet. The story is out, though, that and now it's the, now the die is cast. But because he... And that's where I kind of follow you on the conspiracy theory. When someone fights back, it yeah. seems like someone someone on the other side digs in a little harder. Yeah. Because now they're like, well, now we've uncovered more. Yeah, about there's something Brett else. Mark. And is it, I think to me, it just quiets people who say things you don't like. The Sandy Hook stuff that don't he was Don't you think that's always awesome. been a thing, though? Yeah, not like not to Lenny that level. Bruce, I mean, I mean, they just on, used yeah, to arrest them and try to. They still do it. That's the cancel culture theory: is that you just you, you attack them until they they can't right. do it. But Alex Jones wouldn't go away because he was. That's the that's the danger of being self sufficient. He was, he was under no umbrella. It was the Alex Jones world. It was yeah. his company. It was his show. You couldn't take it off the air. It couldn't be removed. I do think there's a level of responsibility though when you're. When of you're course there is doing that, and you're not like you said, putting out the statement that it's for entertainment. But a billion dollar level? Yeah, I don't know if it's that. Yeah, I don't that's know if scary. it's that. This one says, uh, remember before the internet, John, when conspiracy theorists were just crazy people? Back before everyone was an expert because they found some BS on the internet that justified their lunacy as fact? You know, before we could find anything out, politicians could get away with murder, literally. <laughs> the Clintons, JFK, those families were about as crooked as they come. But everyone loved them because they didn't know, and it might have been a better time. Now we all know, and we can't do crap about it. Maybe it was better when we didn't know. That's true. You got me, man. It has sped everything up. It has quickly we, again, magnified. That's another the theory. Internet. I think we're we build computers similar to our mindset. It's a faster version, but computers can overheat and they can overload with information. And I know for a fact we can too because you've seen it. When we have too much information, we don't know what to do, and it usually leads us to anger. Or, uh, we seize on one thing? Yeah, lashing out, and we hate being wrong, and there's too much information, so we grab one thing and say, this I understand, and I'm not going to hear anybody else. I'm going with this one, because this is the one that resonates with me, whether it's true or not. I'm digging in, because there's a group of people that are with me on this, and uh, you, they tell their story. It's crazy. It's this damn internet. It's social media more than the internet. The internet used to be easy to kind of, eh, that seems like garbage. Now it's social media where your friends are sending you stuff and your peers and make you go down rabbit holes you don't want to go into. It's crazy. Good luck out there, everybody. Just don't lie to your friends. Uh, One thing we can all get behind, and you've been amazing about it so far, is KUP deployment. 
uh, all the Arizona troops that are out of state, uh, down at the border. That's another one. I got an email from a guy the other day that said, uh, I got a kid uh, in the, I don't know, in the guard or the army or whatever, and he's down at the border, like doing border patrol for the border patrol guys because they're not allowed to have weapons half the time. They've neutered the border patrol, so they've got actual military guys down there doing drills and things like that. Uh, we don't even know about that. But they're not going to be there. He said, my kid's going to be down there. He said, it's close, but he's not going to be back for the holidays. So it's really nice that you'll do that. So some of these Arizona people that are deployed are deployed right down the street. But they still can't come home. And they like getting stuff from their house. And that's nice. You guys have been amazing. Uh, What we do is pack up boxes for all the Arizona troops serving overseas, out of state, down at the border, wherever, who won't be home for the holidays. Uh, And all we're looking for is just little, uh, little, you know, gifts that's it uh we've done the brady's friend gave us thousands of razors we don't need razors right i think we're covered because they get the cruddy military issue ones that uh, they all complain about sometimes you can get the mock threes evidently but uh it's only in certain spots some of the guys deployed don't get them uh the crew length socks and underwear that you can do at our amazon wish list at 98kupd.com dental floss toothpaste toothbrushes we've knocked that silly we could always use more lip balm uh baby powder Foot and baby powders. They're hoofing around in those. That's good for their feet and skin and stuff so they don't have nasty feet. Uh, hard candy. Golf balls and yo-yos. This is as simple entertainment as they get. These guys are asking for golf balls and yo-yos. Why? Because they like to hit golf balls into the desert for no reason. Uh, playing cards, word games, stamps, notepads, envelopes, pens for letter writing. They still do a lot of that. Uh, you can go out to see Brett this morning, 83rd Avenue and Cactus. He's at the Safeway. Uh, with KUP deployment, and today he's going to focus in on wet wipes because uh, there's nothing worse than a grungy butt walking around in dirt and wherever you're deployed and you got filth ass. Nice little wet wipe instead of that one-ply government-issued toilet paper that those guys are getting. A little, you know, that's some love right there. These guys would feel much better about that when you uh, litter up some uh, foreign asshole with our wet wipes covered in American poop. That's what I like to think about. Our troops wiping their asses and leaving it there for someone else to pick up in those dumps that those guys are out there training in. Uh, and I like Germany's pretty nice. Don't do it there. We've got a base there. Uh, so you can join uh, Brett out there this morning collecting supplies for our troops. We always say, oh, I support the troops. I support the troops. Well, when they're not at war, uh, they're still training. They're still uh, deployed. They're still out and about and doing stuff that we don't even know about. I know. They're on that wall. Exactly. They're quietly doing exactly what they always do. There's just not a lot of gunfire, and there's not a lot we know right now about where half these people are. That one guy said his son's in Tikrit. He's still in Iraq doing some drills or whatever. I'm like, that's crazy. Another lady uh, had her daughter, I think, was medical over in Poland or something right there on the border of the Ukraine and doing doing work there, and she's in. It's crazy. So it's uh, there's still a lot going on. So when you say you support the troops, you got to do it in this, quote, peacetime that we have now. Not just when it's uh, perilous for them. They're still out there. They're still doing their their job, and they're still uh, deserving of our respect much more than just standing up at a sporting event. So we thank you in advance. Safeway this morning, 83rd Avenue and Cactus, and I'm sure Brett's going to have all sorts of stuff. I think he's got uh, the Blink-182 ticket sign up, I think. Uh, he's, he'll tell us about it in a little bit. But when he gets out to 83rd and Cactus, you guys can join him and drop off wet wipes and just go right into the Safeway there. They've got them. Safeway will uh, point you in the direction of the baby diapers, the adult diapers, and the wet wipes. You know, drop off a load there for the for the guys so when they drop their load, they get a nice clean bottom. Because people like me wouldn't survive in the military. 
Because I take a shower yeah, after yeah. every poop. Unclean bottoms? I would not do well pooping in a bucket and not need... I need a shower after. Having that toilet brush oh, next to you in the water? man. Oh, the brush. <laughs> oh, Just a no. Wet brush. No. I would quit the military. You have a calloused up b-hole? I'd go AWOL just because I have I have poopy butt. Where's Holmberg? He's got mud butt, sir. He's not coming. That's it. Until I get a shower, a mobile shower that tags along with us while we're doing these drills, I'm not going out there. A decent facility, sir. Speaking for everyone. Yeah, I know. I, I have a couple friends who were in Iraq, and they've told me the stories about places they've dumped and gone to the bathroom you just pull your pants right back up there's no cleanup there's no time your body still functions Let you still have to poop lash around yeah that sniper friend of mine had to lay in a oh, yeah. hole for three days drop deuces and pee and just pulls his pants right back up i look the reason i wash yeah, my you ass need to grab some sagebrush the, the reason i wash my ass is not a threat to the guy who's laying in a ditch for three days eyeballing who he's gonna snipe right because I did it because my girlfriend of Tony Romas was notorious for liking the old backdoor darts. She liked to, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Brady's, you know, the devil's dance with the, with the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> when we say Brady will eat anything, we mean almost anything. But she liked that, so I learned early on to keep that thing spotless, just in case today's today. She only did it twice. The first time I cried. The second time I just told her, that's the last time we're doing this. I'm not, I'm not comfortable with my legs where you put them for that. She really liked that. A lot. I don't understand it. But, you know, her taste buds were different. She had a different palate than me. She liked that. I yeah. couldn't live my life since then, though, knowing that, because I still have that in my head. Today might be the day that I like that and somebody, you know. Yeah, you give it a go. <laughs> Brady might go, well, I'm going to give it a try. Why not try on you? I trust you. All right. I'm spotless if you're ready to go. Could eat off of it. Texter says, hey, sickness fam. I like that. I'm in Portland for a veterinary conference. This place is full of homeless toenail eaters and mud yeah. butts. Yeah, there's a lot of mud butts up there. <laughs> Portland is mud butt heaven. Give them wet wipes. But yeah, so I did that. I couldn't be in the military because... I couldn't, I couldn't walk around with poopy butt all day. That's horrifying. Yikes. So I support our troops for doing things, just little things like that, walking around with filthy asses, hanging out together, taking taking dumps and buckets, and scrubbing up with their hands and then washing their hands. It's horrifying to me. That's the horrors of war. Ain't no problem shooting people. Having poopy butt's the worst thing in the world. And your dog comes in with poopy butt. It's the, the, the whole the whole house shuts down. Oh God, Frank's got poopy butt. Everybody, don't move. Poopy butt's the worst, but nothing you do about it. Give them the wet wipes. The troops deserve their wet wipes. It's a beautiful thing. Eighty third Avenue and Cactus. That is where Brett is this morning, and he's got all sorts sorts of stuff for you as well. Uh, last night, Brady, we had the uh, the band in the house, and we did our rehearsals. Uh, first set of rehearsals for the Night of the Singing Dead. And let me just tell you this, Alanis Morissette song, it's going to surprise you. It's fantastic. You ought to know? Oh, yeah. Nice. Amazing. We gave it a run. Let's see if John can do an Alanis Morissette impression. God damn it, can I do an Alanis Morissette impression? Had no idea. It was pretty fun. That's a good one. That's going to surprise people. Uh, we're doing, And people are, uh, why are you doing Alanis Morissette on Night of the Singing Dead? Taylor Hawkins was her drummer. People forget that. 
there's a, I think it's on Netflix, a good documentary about her and that album, Jagged Oh, it's Pill. amazing. And Taylor Flea's, Hawkins is all through it. Yeah, Flea's the bass player yep. on uh, You Ought to Know. Yep. That was a uh, an all-star Monster. setup there. Yeah, Flea played bass on You Ought to Know, and he just kind of made it up. If you listen to the bass on that thing, it's just uh, crazy. But, uh... It was good, and we're getting ready for it. It's happening on October 29th, if you guys want to go. Uh, Cha-Ching Chavez will be there. We're going to have our beer out there, so that means that uh, the Humane Society is going to get a little extra on top of it all. And uh, you can just uh, get the VIP tables, which is right up front there. You can sit next to Doug Hopkins. He'll be right there in that. And you guys can uh, – I think they sold out already of the bar seats. Is it uh, standuplive.com? No, it's Copper Blues. Copper, Copper Blues. Blues Phoenix. Copper yeah. Blues Phoenix. Okay, yeah. so you got to go to their website. Yep. Uh, go to their events. And, yeah, go to their down. calendar and scroll down to August twenty or August October 29th, and it's right there. We're gonna we're gonna knock it. I'll, I'll put Rocktober twenty ninth. That's right, Rocktober 29th. There's a couple days left of Rocktober, and we're gonna celebrate that Halloween style with our Night of the Singing Dead. I'm very excited about it. Uh, more so that the uh, the band is healthy and back together. Our guitar player had a little heart issue earlier, and we had to cancel our summer show. So, uh, He's a real zombie. Uh, almost. We got a couple of them. Roy, the other guitarist, is back. He had a stroke a couple years ago. It's terrifying. An unhealthy bunch. That fake hip strokes. Guy got shot. Heart attack. The only one left is Ryan, our drummer. And he's... Who knows what's going on there? We, we're just waiting for him to fall apart. Anxiety. But it'll be awesome. He, he could just snap and start shooting the place like, up. <laughs> everyone knows? around me. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, he's going to kill all of us because we're bad juju. Anyway, it's uh, it's awesome, and it was fun last night. So it's good to get it all back together, and it's all for a good cause, and it's just a great party. People who have been in the past are like, this is awesome. They've made it an annual tradition down there at Copper Blues. We're going to do this every Halloween, uh, hopefully, for as long as we feel like it. Uh, and they're having us back again, so thanks to those guys as well. So we're ready to go with this thing, and uh, day one of rehearsals went well. Kind of knocked out about the uh, the Alanis Morissette. Surprised on that one. We, we, you know, we'll throw a few in the mix, and I'd like to try this one out and see if it was good. That's the keeper. I'll probably blow it live on stage, but so far in rehearsal, that's been a good one. Very exciting. You know, my band would have made I it. I think you've dabbled in that a little bit. I've goofed before. with it before. Yeah. We've never really, We did it once at a Christmas party. We did the metal version. We just double-based it the whole way, and I was like, uh, You, you, you ought to know. Yeah, I can goof with it for a second. It was good. When we take it seriously, that group's pretty damn good. So we'll see you guys out there. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Toledo? Brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. Check them out at actionrideshop.com in uh, Mesa at the corner of Southern and Gilbert. We've got some uh, uh, things for the Alex Jones. Uh, Push It by Static X. Uh, apparently he's pushing the line. Yes, we get it. Um, Gangsta's Paradise for Coolio. A Why? week later. He's just, people still mourning Coolio? Apparently. Uh, Ghost Dance Macabre. Mm. Uh, Egypt Central White Rabbit for this conspiracy theorist. That's a cover. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that either. Um, the White Rabbit that Jefferson Airplane did? So, yeah. One pill makes. Is that White Rabbit? People oh, want to know that your friend Dave Ellison has a oh, show yeah. tonight. That's right. And so they're asking for Megadeth's Mary Jane. Uh, he was going to be on the show today, but then there were some extenuating circumstances yeah. between. Uh, I heard about it. Him and Dave popped up again. Who? Like a magazine. Well, it wasn't because of him. Ellison. No, it was our end. Oh, okay. There was some confusion between management and us and scheduling uh, and all this other stuff. And then there was an issue. So we had to just say, sorry, Dave. 
Not this time, but it shows over at, uh, where is it? Uh, uh, hang on. Crescent Ballroom, I think. Uh, it's it's uh, Dave Ellison and Jeff Young, The Mega Years. Kings of Thrash is what the show is yes. called, featuring Chris Poland. Killing is my business, and business is good, with special guests Empire of Desire yes. at the Crescent Ball. Yeah, Tickets crescent. at dzplive.com. There you go. Yeah, there's a, an odd argument I didn't know about that I had to... We were going to have Dave in here. And then, I like uh, that. Got got Anthrax, Inside Out, Sepultura, Roots, Bloody Roots, Pink Floyd, Money. Give me some Ghost. Right. Dance Macabre. As we're prepping for, we're in the Ides of October, or Rocktober, as Brady calls it. I'm going to get our uh, Halloween show coming up here. Ghost is uh, always a good Halloween tester. Got Brady. my ghoul up. With the whole, oh, did you the, get it all yeah, set up? decorations are up. My neighbors have a, uh, across the way there, down the road, they have a tw- what, those 12 or 15 foot skeletons with the giant head. Those are popular now. Yeah, it, uh, the wind knocked it over. And the giant head was rolling around by itself oh. in the yard. It's the creepiest thing you've ever seen. Because the next morning you go out, and it's there's skeleton parts all over. And a head has, when it fell, it, it evidently bounced forward. And it was detached by like 12 or 15 feet, just this giant skull. And you didn't see the whole skeleton. Like, that is a creepy decoration to throw it on its side. That's a huge... Where do you keep that? Laser has one. Where do you keep it? Well, laser... He's got storage units. Does he have a storage unit just for that? He's wasting his money. Don't trust Laser with money because that's a terribly stupid investment. I keep my Halloween decorations for 179 a month. Yeah, well, that's dumb. Get a shed for your house for crying. The thing is gigantic. That's all I thought of when I saw it. I'm like, where do you put that? I don't like my Halloween stuff that I have in my garage. um, I'd be curious to see how it shows up, you know, how they ship it. Oh, it's got to be in all parts and, and yeah. popped together. But the box has got to be It's huge. Big. The skull itself is massive. I've got uh, like a ceramic pumpkin and a thing to put the candy in and uh, another little like pumpkin thing. And there's three things I have for all of Halloween. And every t- every summer I go through, I'm like, I got to get rid of this crap. Yeah. This, I, I don't know where to store this. My Halloween stuff. But I have a 12-foot skeleton and it's neat. But I like it just... It's not worth it for the day. Yeah, the ghoul that I have is probably nine feet, but it goes into a basically a two by three box. Yeah, that's just too much storage. I used to have uh, inflatable Christmas things, and every January I regretted having those because you got to stuff them into a box and find a spot for that box. Yep, and just hog an area for a two week run. There, to get a storage unit is pretty impressive. Uh, you're watching Friend of the Family now. Oh, yeah. You got in on that Peacock show. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Pretty sweet, right? It does. But, I, you know, it's similar to the, for me, like Marilyn or what's it called? Blonde. Yeah. That that they put up the beginning that we've, you know, these are based on true events. Right. It bothers me that they, I mean, it did a good job the way they per- portraying a lot of the stuff or how the story right. breaks down. But I'm wondering how much of that, I mean, because that documentary is a little bit different. How so? As far as the, I the detailing, pretty dead on. I I just think um, I didn't see the people being so um, aware. Like the documentary said, they just oh they were naive. aware. Yeah. I mean they but they were trusting. But, that was the but thing he just that, never puts his foot down because he's because yeah, it was the well that's what I got out of the documentary about these people up in Idaho. How does a guy pull this off? He's groomed the know, whole family, right? Yeah, because they're trusting in their faith to a point that they don't want to be embarrassed 
by by being called out as bad people. They're more afraid of being publicly shamed as a jerk than they like when he gives his buddy the hand job just because his friends like it'll make us both feel good. It's oh. what friends would do for each other. It's the most cringeworthy scene ever. It really happened, but it, he basically was like, "My friend needs help." I'm supposed to serve my friends. That's what my religion has taught me. He's begging me. He's in the religion, too. I can trust him. And this is something he absolutely needs. I don't want to say no because then he'll call me a jerk and I'll get a reputation as a jerk. That was more important than actually putting your foot down going, are you kidding me? I'm not going to jerk you off. And it, it's There's the something fear about of being getting, in- the, uh, getting the horn tugged in 70s clothing and yeah, and uh, then almost like, that's Tom Hanks' son. Yeah, yeah it's true. Colin Hanks giving the hand job is pretty awesome. I just I look at it as naive naive behavior of a religion that basically says you'll be cast out if you start to stand out. So do everything you can to stand quietly in line and just listen. That God has brought you everything. Don't question anything. And those people didn't question any of it. Their daughter gets kidnapped, and they're like, "Well, we know the guy. They're in Mexico and stuff." But you know, darn it all. I think this is going to be okay. He's like a member of the family. Yeah, it's. How sweet is that GMC beach car? That is one of the nicest RVs I've ever seen. I looked up there. I found one for $39,000. they are tough to find. Thirty nine grand in, in uh, North Carolina. Our neighbors have Beautiful. one growing up. Bright red. Gorgeous. Yeah, if you're not watching this show, it's pretty awesome. It's on the Peacock Network. Friend of the family. Did the documentary a while ago, and it was just mind-blowing that this happens. This, this little girl gets kidnapped uh, by a friend of the family, a very close friend of the family. He's in love with her. He's convinced her that aliens and have talked to him about uh, a mission. She's the executive producer. She's behind all this she stuff. She opens yeah. that up. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Although she cuts it off pretty quick. What do you mean? Thank you for watching. Oh, yeah. They have to Let's get, get to, to the, the show. have to get to the show. I don't want to sit and listen to her talk the whole time. It's pretty amazing. I love it. Because it's filling in all the gaps the documentary didn't with reenactments. Oh, that hand job scene. Oh, I was cringing. Buddies giving each other a tug because God sent them that for that. Oh, help a brother out. Yeah, brother B. It's worth watching. It's pretty good. I went right from Dahmer to that. It's awesome, and Dahmer is less disturbing to me. Dahmer's brain makes more sense to me than the devout Mormon to that level. To just never question anything that happens to you. It's all part of a plan. All of it is okay. Don't say boo. It's that makes less sense to me than a serial killer's mind. I mean, the, if that if that happened to you and you, um, you know, you bring it up to the church board, remember the bishop and the yeah. other two guys, Bishop Rick, whatever. Yeah. And um, wouldn't you say, you know what? I th- I think I'm going to leave church for a while. What did they do though? He brought it up. He, he finally confessed, and they're like, "You're out." You're an embarrassment. Like, but dude's not out. lifting. His, he's not no. excommunicated. He can go to church. It's just probation. Everybody's going to know about it. I know. It, it's it's worse, which is the reason he was keeping it quiet. I have a Mormon friend whose uh, whose husband was horrible to her, like abusive verbally, physically, everything else. And when she tried to divorce the guy, they kicked her out. Her family stopped talking to her. Like, oh my God, you're getting a divorce. This is insanity. God can't have this. It's nuts. And the bishop was sitting in her driveway one day when she came home. Is that right? I yeah. don't know that. Yep. Sitting in, she came home, had got her kids from school, 
sitting in the driveway. Um, Trying to talk need, her out of it? I think we need to talk about no what kidding. you're doing to your children. Yeah. Nobody supported her. They all None. made her an outcast None. for saying, I'm getting knocked around the house. Pocatello, and I'm Idaho, getting out. Yeah, it's was crazy. a freak back then in the 70s because most of the time, if you're getting caught being a homo or a pedophile, <laughs> you just leave town. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's tough to leave town when you're, you know, florist. You're, but that's you're, how beautiful open Pocatello is. Pocatello is beautiful. It's nice. So white. And that's really what they were after. So white. How about the scene where they're going through the elementary school? And there's a couple of black kids. I was like, all right, that's not, that's one thing they exaggerated. Pocatello, Idaho, 70s, Mormontown did not have. There a, was a few adoptions. No, maybe, no, nope, there weren't, not in Mormons, because uh, up until 77, yeah, no. that was the just, 69. No, they no, just 75 took was when they took the pop off the black thing. 78. Oh, that's right. It might have been 78. I think it was 78. Mid-70s, they were allowed to have. Uh, like they, they started and you know there wasn't a flood in 78. <laughs> right. They were taking it slow. Yeah. There wasn't a waiting list yeah. in Pocatello for black folks to get in. You're right. That yeah. that should be that out. School was all, you know, Colorado Again, City. That's the interpretation <laughs> thing that bothered me. Right. There's some of it where like, all right, you're just pandering at that point. But the cars, clothing. Yeah. Oh, it's all, it all looks the part until you, you scan the cafeteria at the Pocatello Elementary School. You're like, nope, nope. Those two weren't there. Full afro and all that. I'm like, nope. The mod squad was not There's accepted. No way they'd like Idaho. <laughs> they might like Idaho. They're not gonna like that school. They're not gonna fit in. They'd have been sitting together too, by the way. They were at different tables. No way the two black kids in that Mormon village of lunacy are sitting separate. No way. Great. It's a great show though. You should watch that thing. Yeah, I like when they, you know, when they get into the Maybe this happened, kind of thing. It's like we know this did happen. Here's the conversation that could, and they make that the dude playing Brother B in that thing is so creepy. Oh man! That it's, he's the guy from the office. He was the one at the tail end of the office. He came in. They called him New Jim. He looked like Jim. Oh yeah. Uh, he is. What's his something? Lacy is his name. Dude is killing it and almost ruining his career because he's gotten so likably creepy. We have a guy here uh, at the building named Scott Taylor. I think he's the same. Scott, I call it, Scott Taylor is also of that ilk, and I always tease him about being too pure for his own good, like there's something ultimately pure about Scott. Every time I watch Friend of the Family, I call it the Scott Taylor Show. He does go to Mexico a lot. We all know a Mormon that's like, hmm, <laughs> you're one of them. Wasn't allowed to watch uh, Better Call Saul. He had to sneak it. He's a great guy. I still don't think he's a human being. I think he's a robot. Anyway, what are you going to do? Let's get to the wake-up song. It's Ghost, everybody. Uh, we're in the middle of Halloween season. All the decorations are up, so Ghost has to start popping up more often. It's Dance Macabre. Uh, it's Ghost, 98 KUPD. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's Drowning Pool there with the bodies. And that's another one, Night of the Singing Dead, we're going to throw out there. We always throw that one together because it's just such a... That's a, a crowd pleaser, Brady. That's, that's what they jam, call those. That's my jam, man. That's, that's your jam. Brady enjoys that jam. That's his number. Brett is out there this morning. He is uh, helping us out with uh, KUPD deployment, and it is a good thing. Brett's out uh, hanging out at the Safeway on 83rd Avenue in Peoria. Wet wipes are today's choice. Brett, are you there? I'm here. All right, you're ready to go. Uh, supporting the troops, as only Brett knows how to do, KUPD deployment. We're uh, less than a month away from packing those boxes. We do it on the 11th, Veterans Day. I think it's a Friday this year, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's about right. Uh, but we're going to pack it up. Get them all loaded out there and get them to uh, Arizona troops serving overseas or just not at home for the holidays. And there's a lot of them. Uh, one guy uh, just reiterated, he said it wasn't the border here in Arizona. He's uh, over at the border at Texas. 
So he's going to be hanging out over there. They're deployed all over the place, and the troops do work we don't know about protecting our freedoms, even when we're not, like, at a huge war or having some sort of a conflict. Uh, and that's when supporting things really matters. It's uh, it's easier to support them when they're in the headlines every day. It's uh, not as easy when they're not top of mind. So we're trying to make them top of mind, support those troops like we all say we do, and actually do it for real. Brett, are there people popping by yet and wiping uh, wiping our troops' asses? That's what we need today. <laughs> yeah, no rust butt over here. That's exactly Yeah, it, it's crazy. The, the west side is coming out in droves already. We've already filled one box of the uh, – of the wet wipes. It's, it's, it's great. And, and my goal today is to knock the hell out of this Safeway and run them out of the, uh, <laughs> of, of the wet wipes. All right. Let's drain so them of I, their wet wipes. I, I don't want it. Damn right. I don't, want a, I don't want a wet wipe left on the shelf by the time we leave here. Man, that so, is a palette. But, a palette of wet wipes. Yeah. Damn right. That's how we do it. It's like a politician but, that uh, says, you know, we won't have a shelf at all. You know, everyone will have food in their shelves. Brett's the other way. I don't want to see a wet wipe left on one right. shelf. A full empty shelf, Brett. <laughs> I love it. That's right. It's all for the troops. But, uh, yeah, come on out here. Uh, you know, make your donation to the Wet Wipes. And, you know, if we do run them out, we, we, we got other things we need. Disposable razors, lip balm, hard candy, golf balls. The list is all at 98kupd.com. You can do that. If you can't make it out to see me, just jump on the website, and we have an Amazon wish list. So you can sit there in your, uh, in your easy chair and uh, support the troops that way as well. But uh, come on out here. We're taking those donations. We're going to sign you guys up for some concert tickets. And, of course, I do have... All the KUPD swag, the bandanas, and bumper stickers, and all the fun stuff. So. Easy enough. Do you have the Blink-182 yeah. ticket? Somebody was asking me that. Uh, I don't have any. But oh, you don't uh, have you're not this. I guess I could. No. Sign them up for that. We got them. We, we, we might be able to give them to somebody. Sure. Why not? We'll figure it out. All right. Now what you got hell? Now you got Blink-182 <laughs> tickets out there, Brett. That's how it works. Nice. Easy enough. You can go to 98kupd.com, help out with the Amazon wish list, or text the word PACS, P-A-C-K-S, to 97936, and uh, you can help out that way if you can't go visit Brett. But the fun thing to do is to go to 83rd Avenue and Cactus if you're in the area and say hi to Brett. Nice job, Brett. We'll talk to you in a little bit. All right. Thanks, man. There you go. It's Brett, everybody. Bert, doing a job. Uh, Nice job. Thank you, Westside. Boy, that's good news. They're already loading up and filling things up now. That's huge. Uh, It is time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. Hooters has all the action this weekend, Saturday, college football. Deontay Wilder is fighting this weekend in Brooklyn. Good fight. Who's he taking on? Uh, It's the Russian guy. I can't remember his name. Damn it. Uh, But the problem is going to be is that it doesn't mean anything because he's been beaten by Tyson Fury uh, basically twice, but three times. And... Deontay's trying to get his career back, and I don't know if it's going to work because he's never going to be able to beat Fury. So even if Fury retires, ah, it's a long, sordid story with the great Deontay Wilder, the bronze bomber. The dude is a beast, and he is fun to watch, but those Fury-Wilder fights, man. If you so they got a tomato can this weekend. No, 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 no. The dude, the, the ones that he's fighting, real the, the real fighters. I think this is the guy that just beat, beat Ruiz, or I can't remember who it was. But, uh, yeah, they got that fight. You don't have to pay for it. They're going to have no cover on that. Sunday, you got the Cardinals going head-to-head with Seattle. Go to Hooters and watch that. Tonight, the Bears and the Commander Skins, they're going at it. You can watch it. uh, I I assume they've got it there as well. Easy enough. Hooters is the place for all your football and sports action, and they're not charging you to watch it. That's a pretty sweet deal. And we say thank you, Hooters, for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. You're going to like this day, John. All right. National M&M Day. Oh, yeah. And National No Bra Day. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) How did those two combo up? But I'm a fan of both. 
Man, oh man. National No Bra Day. Ladies, yeah. take that seriously. Those things look uncomfortable. I like how they say uh, at the beginning, I looked up National No Bra Day. Yeah. You know, it's for breast cancer awareness and all uh-huh. that. Uh, but they say, ladies, when you get home from work. Oh, yeah. Don't do it at work. I was at the drugstore a couple weeks ago, and I saw a girl who was probably mid-20s and a beautiful face. I didn't see, like, I saw her face. I'm like, what a pretty face. Like, you just see some people, and it's not like you're not being a pervert or anything. Like, that's a very pretty human being. And I came around the corner, and she didn't have a bra on, and she already has old lady pancakes. Ooh. And the nipple was, like, down at the end of the ribs. Pointing down. And I think I audibly went... Because it's not going to get better. They weren't pointing down. They were pointing out, but they were way too low. Oh. And it ruined her pretty face. She should have had a bra on. A couple of baseless fun facts. In the 1960s, McDonald's tested a hula burger consisting of a slice of grilled pineapple and cheese, and that's it. It went head-to-head, tested against another new item, the filet fish you know what one which sold 350 sandwiches to only six hula burgers people are afraid of pineapple there's an aversion to pineapple i get pineapple pizza and some people just look at it like i've lit the world on fire yeah no it's pizza all right it's good uh the filet fish became the first addition to mcdonald's original menu sold for 29 cents that was 1965 Rob Reiner really wanted to direct the Shawshank Redemption. He wanted uh, to cast Tom Cruise and Harrison Ford. Offered Frank Darabont uh, $2.5 for a shot. But Darabont decided, I'll direct it myself. Yeah, because he kind of adapted the screenplay too, Frank Darabont. So he directed it as well. It would have been, that, that movie would have been great no matter what. Morgan Freeman made it perfect. And Tim Robbins is pretty amazing, but the story is so good. Tom Cruise and Harrison Ford would not have let us down. That, that, the movie is just great. But I think Morgan Freeman being red is, that became iconic, that, that he's so good in that. A congressman named John Harrison is the only person who is the parent and the child of U.S. presidents. Huh. He was William Henry Harrison's son and Benjamin Harrison's father. He didn't do it, though. William was the ninth president. Benjamin was 23rd. And that dude wasn't a... He he was a congressman. Oh, he, oh okay. So he was trying. Yep. The only one that comes closer, Bush. Yeah, the Bushes are father-son, but there's no middle. Yeah. Like, unless George... He doesn't have any... Well, unless one of his daughters tries to become president. It would have been a... But potential could have been a father and two sons when Jeb was making his run. Oh, yeah, he could have had a couple of sons. But if, does Jeb have boys? Not sure. Because then it would, Jeb would be in the same boat yeah, as this Yeah, one of those yeah. boys step up. Um, there's a new poll that uh, says one in six people say they feel stressed the moment they wake up. <laughs> That's got to be awful. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just angry that I'm not asleep anymore. I'm not stressed. I wake up immediately furious at the alarm clock. But that's because my alarm clock goes off at 4, which
which is unreasonable for any human being. No one likes that. No. We're not farmers. We can get our day started at 10. Whose idea was it to get everything going this early? Morning people. Well, this might get you going in the mornings. Kellogg is bringing back Cinnabon cereal. Took a five-year hiatus. Was it? Didn't know it was out the first time. I didn't either. <laughs> have you had it? I have not. Cinnabon. Come on. Cinnabon the cereal? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like... Cinnabon gives me diarrhea. Huh? Immediate. What? Yeah. I get the I get the runs from Cinnabon. That's, that's it's weird. delicious. It smells good. If I take a bite, whatever's in that frosting, bloop, I have to go home. It's like, uh, what's that drink that you said you did? The ammonium sulfate. Yeah, it's the same as that. <laughs> I think they make the Wait, frosting ammonium out sulfate, of... ammonium sulfate, that's like that poison. Is that what it is? I don't know what I'm taking. <laughs> Magnesium. There you go. Sulfate, yeah. No, Citrate. Citrate, magnesium citrate. citrate. What am I saying? Sulfate. Don't drink that, kids. Don't drink that. It's not. It's a challenge on TikTok, but don't do it. Look, I'm not a chemist. That'll make you poop, but your heart and your lungs will come out, too. Yeah, I take the magnesium citrate, and I think they make the frosting at Cinnabon out of that. It's delicious, and it's worth it. Like, if somebody has a Cinnabon, I'll take a bite, knowing the damage it's going to do. But I can't eat a whole one. I don't know who can eat a whole Cinnabon anyway. The size of a baby's head. Yeah. A Florida grandfather has been charged with one count of child neglect after leaving his granddaughter in a rental car. He returned to the Daytona Beach International Airport. The girl was just under two years old. She survived. She was in the car for about 45 minutes. It was pretty hot out. Um, 62-year-old David Towner. Uh, was the grandfather, and he was watching the two-year-old girl because it was Columbus Day. Hates his granddaughter. Yeah. And uh, daycare was closed. So his daughter had to go to work, so sure. granddad would watch. But, I, but he was a taking things. a flight? <laughs> Do you see he's at the well, airport? He, he had a rental car, so he <laughs> dropped it off. So uh, evidently he didn't have wheels. There's some missing elements There's in There's a story. lot missing, and usually you because, fill those right, in with exactly. lies. Usually, but yeah, you've learned from Alex Jones not to do that anymore, and I appreciate that. I don't want to pay a billion dollars. I want yesterday, Brady. Yeah, yeah I, I miss pre-Alex Jones billion-dollar settlement, Brady, who used to just add in what he thought might have happened. They got hit by a jet ski in the perineum. I don't know that that's real. <laughs> nope, facts. The facts, check it. Correct. Correct. So, so he dropped off the car at the end of the day. With the baby in it. Forgot about the granddaughter in the back seat. In the rental car. In the rental car. Employee from Hertz went out there, noticed the toddler in the car. Yeah, thankfully for that. Both of them missed it. We'd have all kinds of... Put it in the lost and found. (laughs) So they notify the mom. She heads to the airport. um, Gets there as fast as she can to get the child. Child was, you know, traumatized. You don't know that. Checked out. She, oh, yeah. she might have she meandered. She was, she was really scared, and the paramedics were sure. checking checking her out, and she her vitals were fine. Um, she ain't going to granddad's again. Yeah, where's granddad? Granddad was picked up by the police. Very remorseful, and but I'm trying to figure out why. Where'd he go? Why do you have the rental car all day and and then just got then rid of it, that it day. off and forgot he had the kid in the back. Kid was sleeping. Yeah. Let that be a lesson. Got to look into that story a little bit. Is that the first time you've you're reading that? No, no. I looked at. I mean, they they don't answer those questions. Yeah, but someone. What was he going around? See, that's where you've got to stop saying they. You you realize it's the Brady Report. You are they. (laughs) 
You're the one delivering this information. And that's what I'm saying. I've got some questions. <laughs> you don't have questions. But that's where you, as the they, should uh, try to give us this information so we don't have the same questions as the guy giving us the information in the first place. Here's a quandary. It's like you're riddling us. Wow. Imagine that. Yeah, if it was the first time you're reading it, we're all in the same boat, which I would imagine it probably is your first time really going through it. Fox News got... They got to get their act together. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's their fault that you read that story. It's their fault that their incomplete information was now pushed out by you. Jerks. This story says she was one year old. Yeah. You got to stop saying they. You are they, Brady. You are a responsible information disseminator. You're letting it out there. And then you're blaming the people who gave you the story that you read it. Make something up. Ooh, they got body I was tempted. Video. I was tempted. They have that. body cam video? That's how long it took you to find? Where's Grandpa? Toledo's doing a little research. He's arrested. He's held on $2,500. Where did he go? I guess he went home afterwards. <laughs> he just dropped the car off and walked home. Yeah. How'd he get back home? Uber? This is your Fox News. No, you. You. Brady News. Brady Report. Not Brady News brought to you by Fox News Incomplete Stories. This isn't a fill-in-your-own-adventure, Brady. This is a... I do miss yesterday, Brady, though, because you would have come up with something else. Yeah, so he dropped off the rental car and then just hoofed it, evidently. Left the baby there sitting and Grandpa walked home. We'll never know. A lot of questions, John. <laughs> Journalism. The, uh, Leaving you with the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> In Pennsylvania, <laughs> signs are being posted on uh, this wildlife park, basically saying uh, if you see Bigfoot, oh yeah, run out of there. Here's things what to do, and it. And it, on the sign, it says the Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. Well, they've come out to say, we didn't put these signs up. Oh. Bigfoot doesn't exist. Someone's putting this up there. It's not us. State of Pennsylvania says Which there I is no Bigfoot. Which I wonder if that person could be in trouble now for... Why? Putting up, you know, fake information. Is it fake information? Scaring people to... Be out in the woods. It's actually helping people from something that's not real. It's the same as the Bible. <laughs> Thank you very much. The Bible is real. <laughs> the Bible's real, but the information in it isn't necessarily real. Much like these signs are real, but Bigfoots aren't. Could be argued either way. That's sure it. could. Could that's be argued English. that the information is, it, is real. Is Bigfoots. It Bigfoots? It's Bigfoots. It has to be Bigfoots, It's an apostrophe right? S. It yeah. wouldn't be Big Feet. Yeah. Because then it would it's be the feet like you're talking fish, about. It's fish, fish. It's Bigfoots. <laughs> right. Big, Bigfoots. Yeah. His name is Bigfoot. It would be Bigfoots. The one singular? Possessive. Right. Bigfoot's house. Right. right. Bigfoot's. And but then are multiple. are we going out looking for Bigfoot or are we going out looking for Big Feet? No, you're looking for Bigfoot. A Bigfoot. Uh, well, what if, if you're looking for a, a pack of Bigfoots. What would a herd be? It's Bigfoots. Bigfoots. Or Bigfoot. Bigfoots. Okay, so I go like with Bigfoot. Elk. Elk. <laughs> uh-uh. Bigfoots. Bigfoots. Okay. I'm already two minutes into my hunt looking for my Sasquatch. <laughs> you can put you up, you can put up signs that say, "If you run into this, here's what you do." Big foo. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Ooh, I like that's how. Eh, still mm-hmm. like Bigfoots. I think of Dave Grohl. Big foo. <laughs>
Uh, this 67-year-old guy named Vernon Wilson tried to get into a guy's house in Burlington, North Carolina last Thursday. He had a gun, and they, they struggled at the front door. The guy was there in the house. He fired at least one shot, the, but it only grazed the guy who the managed owner? to slam the, the owner of the house, okay. slam the door, and lock it. Vernon took off, but the police were able to track him down thanks to some evidence he left behind. His wallet. They found a glove and his severed finger inside when the guy slammed the door. Oh, it took it all the way off. Yeah, they were able to ID Vernon's finger because it had a record that was already in the system. He's facing charges, first-degree burglary, assault with a deadly weapon. OJ knows how to wear gloves. Oh, yeah, well, his finger's coming off. That's a steel door. Oh, I can't imagine having a door shut so hard your finger just severs. Oh, smash. Oh, I can. I I imagine the bones getting mushed up and stuff, but it cuts it in half and just drops it. There was a story uh, a couple years back where the guy had glove on. He had a a glove on. He's working on the lawnmower Mm -hmm. and the glove never cut. It never. uh, The blade didn't sever the glove, but the fingers were cut off inside. Wow. So the impact, basically like slamming the door. Brady, I'm afraid you got to stop telling that kind of story. That's That doesn't make any sense. How can the glove be intact and the fingers fell off? Just like the door slam. Just like Sandy Hook. Brady and I are on the same page here. Door slams, it makes sense that your fingers would get... Well, that's what happened with the blade. They said the leather glove was still together. It didn't slice the fingers of the glove off, but it sliced the fingers inside. Ah... I don't even know how that's the possible. Blunt force. A magic trick. Oh, it gets worse. What? Right. In this story or another story? <laughs> another story. Okay. I think it just means the Brady Report in general. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Projecting is what we're right. doing. This is about to get worse. Wait for it. You're like one of those guys in the movie. That's fake. And no, I just that doesn't make any sense. No, Toledo. Oh, why did he ruin it? It gets worse uh, analyzing, you know, where the direction's going. It's just Brady, you shouldn't be one talking about direction. I asked if it was this story or the next one. (laughs) That's just, you leave him alone. Quit asking questions. You leave him alone and you stop bringing up the direction of this report. I've got another story that gets worse. All right, that's good. This happened in Menlo Park, California. That's where Thomas Edison's from. No, it isn't. It's Menlo in New Jersey. Menlo Park, yeah. Yeah. Guy was uh, a tree trimmer. Managed to accidentally fall into the wood chipper. Oh. It's like the second one this year, I think. Yeah. Why are we putting the ladder near the Yeah, end? I don't understand why you would hover above it. Yeah, did he fall into it? Or was he working with a couple yeah. of guys? His co-worker said that it was a horrible accident. He fell right off the ladder directly into the chipper, which happened to be on. I don't want to answer any more questions. I'm traumatized. The worker's no. identity has not yet been released and is currently under the jurisdiction of the coroner's office while they notify the male victims next of kin. Yikes. It's unclear if they're making a further statement to identify the victim. I wonder how much of a mess that Man, is. Man, I was watching, uh, driving through a neighborhood, dudes pushing those things through that big ass plund is always the one I yep. see. Just driving giant branches and stuff. And this thing is making short work of it all. And that dude's arm was, he was fearless. Just pushing this giant stick in there. 
and I shudder every time I drive by one. Oh, Shuddering right now. So dangerous. So I'm such a coward. I would never. I don't like power tools. I don't like saws. I don't like any of that stuff. That is, I would stand so far away from that. My dad did a number on me around a table saw once. Does it cut your arm off? Just even when it's not on. Look. And he touched the top of it when it was off and his finger started to bleed. And he goes, this thing will chop you in half. Yeah, you know, here's how it works. Jeez. I'm like, I'm not interested in that. I'm not helping you with anything. And he's got both hands right next to it. I'm like, no way. No freaking way. No, you, you'd be a pussy about it. Get up here. I'm like, I'm not touching that. It made you bleed just touching it. You scared me away. So now, even as an adult, when guys were working on my house and they were cutting stuff with that, I'm about eight feet. They're talking to me. I'm eight feet away from that thing. My dad would talk about the blade flying out of it. I'm not interested in being anywhere near Our that. Our shop thing. teacher talked about that. Sometimes a blade like, flies out. Sometimes it just goes rogue and starts running around the house. Now come over here. I'm going to help you cut the corner of that. I'm like, I'm not getting anywhere near that. No. My first question was like, so wait a minute. All these years you've been doing this and the blade flies yeah. out and you're still doing <laughs> you're it? Still yeah. okay you're still okay with it. still okay with it. See blades fly out, cut guys directly in half. <laughs> now over here, I'm going to get this two by four down. I'm, like, I'm not, no. Push the end of it. Uh-uh. Table saws. Yeah. Lathe. Nope. The lathe, yeah. Nope. I, <laughs> I am a coward when it comes to handyman tools, all of them. In, in Woodshop, I remember the lathe buddy, Ben Burry, he was, was doing it, and you have to hold that tool on the on the bar. Back. As soon as he caught it, flap. I guarantee you, I, was, I guarantee you, if there was a lathe in any class I was in, I stood so far away from it, I didn't know. I stood in the back of the room. I, 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 I don't get close to any of that stuff. Zach Ross forgot scalped. I'm convinced what? I'm... His long hair and it snagged his hair. He pulled his head pulled off. Pulled the patch out. No thanks. Doesn't seem like he that. was working on his pipe <laughs> and his smoking got pipe. busted. Yeah, <laughs> he was working on a bong. Yeah, and he got his hair ripped out. Yeah, that's hilarious, <laughs> Bruh! Yeah, I, I am horrified by all those things. I'm, you don't get paid enough to use them in the first place. Like the money's not good enough to risk it. Those dudes should get paid twice as much for the peril they put themselves in. We've got some uh, radio videos. This first one's gone viral. This is a 13-year-old kid in Tennessee. Accidentally swallowed a squeaker and a dog toy while trying to annoy his mom. Um, He was chewing on it, and she tried to grab it out of his mouth. Went into his throat. Yeah, and they're getting ready for a camping trip. And so he's there. Luckily, he could breathe even yeah. with down there. But when, once he starts laughing or it starts getting coughing, yeah, it squeaks. <laughs> I have to video you. I haven't done it. Please say hi. Hi. Are you gonna make some noise? I already taped it on my phone, but I didn't tape it. Like I don't want to do anymore. But then, <laughs> watch it gets better with okay, the nurse. So, tell, say hi to Boy Scout. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> he ate a dog toy. It makes me want to do it. All that did was make me want to eat a dog toy. <laughs> That's a billion dollars. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. That dog toy company's in trouble. That's all that made me want to do is try that myself. Try that at home. Yeah, I got to hear him giggling again. That was great. And he was just... So he swallowed he a squeaky dog toy, oh, and the hospital staff couldn't... This is a different one. Uh, it's not, let me 
Well, that's all right. So he swallowed a squeaky fly. dog toy, and the hospital staff couldn't stop laughing at him, but they were able to eventually get it out. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I find that so entertaining? <laughs> <laughs> so he's <laughs> That's the stupidest thing ever. I can't get enough of that. I am immediately going home and ripping one of the, the middles. Right, when Alex gets home today. Oh, you gotta make him eat one of those. If you got a kid at home, it, evidently it's harmless. I kinda wanna know what my dogs will do if he does that. It's well, you gotta take the little plastic bubble out. Yeah, That's yeah. all my we dogs. Ha- we have my to. My dogs t- yeah. are surgical at that. Yes. Yes. Oh. It's amazing. They find it and then they One little tiny hole in the... And it comes out. Yep. I gotta get one of those it's in like my Dr. throat. like Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, they pop it right I wouldn't out. go to the doctor for it. I'd just have that in my throat all the time. <laughs> You'd have that like Morgan Freeman impression. And then these kids came <laughs> all the time swimming through all that foul. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. You got any videos yourself there? Yeah, well, I've got oh, two you got more. Oh, okay. That I sent Toledo. Um, the first one is, I don't know if you remember, yesterday when I reacted, I'm like, oh! Oh, yeah, you watched this and said it was the worst thing we've ever seen. Well, yeah, I haven't. I, I was surprised, just repulsed on this okay. one. Okay. A repulsive video. A, it looks like a, a wild America. Oh, a wild world. With all of us? It's a baboon. Well, because I'm like, I don't even think we can play this. It's a baboon. He's tugging his horn like baboons tend to do. And, uh... Oh, oh, now wait! Oh, to the mouth! Oh, oh. <laughs> the baboon finishes and then serves himself a little ice cream. You know what I'm saying? He's tugging his horn. He's done. He's done with it. Oh, Look at that! I'm a num num num. And then, he, and then he chows down on his own. <laughs> that was the thing yesterday. You looked at, oh, God. Oh, God. I don't think. We watched the guy's head fall off yesterday. Brady didn't have that reaction. But a baboon beaten off. Oh, God. That's, that's against nature. That guy kissed the edge of the pool yesterday. <laughs> that happens at my neighbor's house all the time. <laughs> it, it is. It does. I know. Wow. It does. Oh no. Trust me. I guarantee you, they've soloed some of their own. <laughs> Are you going to try and make that better? Yeah. What were you going to say? What, what were you thinking? Well, it'd be a little more attractive. <laughs> I hope. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't find the baboon unattractive. Yeah, that process. I don't think there's I mean, anything attractive about. I'm not it. attracted to Troy and Michael anyway. So it's the same as if a baboon started beating off in front of me. And there's, my reaction would be the same. There's oh. zero sexual attraction. I don't even, I see it as science. The baboon wanted to see what that was. What is this lovely uh, cream filling that is in me? Let's give um, that a run. I'm a num num yeah. num Wow. That, your reaction to that yesterday, and, and then you go, oh, oh, I don't know if we can show this. And you were all upset, and I'm like, okay, save it for tomorrow. We'll see. I had no idea it was that tame. There's nothing to it compared to the stuff. We've watched people die over and over on these videos. That's nothing compared to the I'm num- I'm numb to that. Sex is dirty. Death is awesome. Last one's a, a quick compilation of some spills. Oh, just people falling. Oh, oh guy on crutches, girl next to the water. Oh, that's a face to the ground. Oh. And 
she's at one of those uh, little splash cheek pads. smack to the splash concrete. pads at the park. So Oof. You got a couple. That baboon is great. Guy has a couple of barbells and he's gonna try and do a backflip. He's doing a backflip holding two dumbbells. <laughs> nope, the weight was too much. It just fell on his back. Ooh, he got he, good he height. The though. weight would carry him over yeah. more. His height was Ooh, great. He didn't, yeah. he didn't get the momentum going. No. no. He didn't throw his legs. <laughs> Gotta throw your legs. Terrible idea, by and the way. And then uh, here's practicing the hammer throw. Inside. Hammer throw inside. Uh, oh, oh, and you got to let it go. Some momentum. You don't let it go. You're you going to let go. Of you it. become a whirly bird. <laughs> he gyrocoptered himself right off the pad. Maybe that's part of the indoor hammer throw training is to not actually throw it. <laughs> I don't know what kind of facility you're in. Is he going to throw it through the wall there? Like, those go pretty far. Yeah, that would have been through the backboard. <laughs> yeah, he's going into the. That's in a high school basketball gym. Must have been rainy day recess. <laughs> that kid eating that. But the only thing would have been better is if that baboon had swallowed a dog toy. There you go. My God. Disgusting. Uh, there's your Brady report in full. We're going to talk to Brett in a little bit. He's out at 83rd Avenue and Cactus in Peoria this morning for KUP deployment. We'll see how that's going with Brett in just moments. There goes your Brady report. It's Tool, everybody. Stinkfist. Speaking of Stinkfist, that baboon video that Brady was talking about, we we have audio from that, by the way. I have a little audio from uh, the cameraman behind the who was filming the baboon who was uh, tugging his horn. <laughs> oh, I know oh, this happened oh. over at the... Now that's entertaining. Brady's favorite zoo. I see. This is extra fluff. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know you were actually behind that. Of course, a Wild America zoo video of an animal beating off of your camera work. Well done. Uh, Bert's out there this morning at 83rd Avenue and Cactus for uh, KUP deployment. Uh, the troops that will not be home for the holidays want something from us. And we say we support the troops. Uh, let's actually do it. While there are being troops without war all around them. I got a guy who said, uh, John, are dude wipes acceptable? We're collecting wipes today. That's our focus. I would have killed for these when I was in the Navy on deployment when the water systems weren't working, which was often. We weren't allowed to take showers the place started to smell like somebody left a sardine can on my dashboard in the middle of summer. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so they get dude wipes in on that. Another dude emailed, John, those dude wipes, well, I call them dude wipes, those wipes uh, were essential. I didn't wipe my ass properly for nine solid days once when I was in Crapganistan, and I still smelled better than everybody there. Uh, the wipes are the greatest commodity when you're in country, Blake. So uh, this is a good thing. Everybody is... Uh, going on and on about the wipes you're collecting them like crazy you're doing well out there brett 83rd avenue and cactus tell me what's going on yes afghanistan that's hilarious um we we, we're collecting the wet wipes out here we're collecting everything actually but we're concentrating on the wet wipes here and we're doing pretty good west side west side is definitely bringing it today uh we got one shelf empty we're we're, our whole idea is to empty all four shelves so uh come on out here support uh, we've already had some people coming out bringing other stuff some guy brought out uh, 250 decks of uh, playing cards because that's on the list oh wow so you know whatever you got if you can donate it you know we will take it 
The list is at 98kupd.com, or you can text uh, nine seven. You can text the word PAX with an S to nine seven nine three six. And uh, you know, hey, we gotta also thank our sponsors too. Herner and Rose helping us out with this Superstar Car Wash, Modelo Especial, and obviously Safeway and Albertson. But come on out here, make those donations. We'll be signing you guys up for uh, concert tickets, and of course, I got the KUPD swag. And we'll be hanging out here till like I don't know about nine o'clock or so. There you go. You got uh, another thirty or forty minutes until you're out of there, but uh, that's plenty of time for folks to come by and drain that other shelf of baby wipes butt wipes yeah that's the way we do it yeah perfect nice job brett we'll talk to you in a little while there's brett out there 83rd avenue and cactus at the safeway uh doing what he's doing uh, properly you know somebody emailed we were talking about the alex jones thing earlier this morning 965 million dollars he's got a handover almost a billion dollars uh justin has a good point he says john what if uh, if alex jones has to pay a billion dollars for falsely broadcasting something that caused panic and fear how bad do you think Orson Welles would get hit if War of the Worlds happened today? Two billion? Deportation? Execution? What do you think happens? That's true. Death. It caused an absolute terror Oh yeah. when he did War of the Worlds because people were so stupid that they thought the radio only gives me truth. And they were told it's not about that. It's it's only allowed to send me information that is real. Now, you see the difference what? was before the broadcast yeah, they happened, said so. they said this was... Right. Yeah. But enough so people tuned think... in after the fact that they weren't sure it was real. You think it's just dumb 1930s people. But in the early 2000s, the show West Wing had to run a disclaimer throughout the entire show, learning from uh, the uh, War of the Worlds, that uh, what you are watching is not actually occurring because there was a nuclear test uh, episode of the West Wing where it was like we were in, we were in trouble. And in, in New Mexico, they they were getting phone calls even with the scroll running saying this is a show of entertainment, this is not real, you don't have to worry about it, but missiles were on the way, they were worried about that, and people weren't sure that Martin Sheen wasn't really president in certain parts, so they had to warn him the whole time. So it's all about protecting dummies from following other dummies over the cliff. (laughs) And it's a billion dollars for Alex Jones. I blew 30 guys this morning trying to raise that money. I'm up to 440 bucks, Brady, and uh, it's just a well short of my goal of 965 million. Crowdfunding for 50 years. If I'd have known this, I'd have gone to Sandy Hook myself and stood there and taken the bullets. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do? Anyway, if you want, I'll be on the corner of 52nd Street, McDowell, performing Hummers because the government's made me gay in order to pay back my debt. Contrails. I wish I was that baboon right now. Swallowing all sorts of that vanilla. Right, get back to work, Alex. Little brother for a dime. That's what he's doing. It's 823. <laughs> Dove Davidov is uh, coming in in just a little while. He is uh, performing this weekend. He's great. Uh, we'll talk to Dove in just moments. It's 98 KUPD. All right. If you guys want to have a great weekend, just laugh from Thursday to Saturday. Oh, you got uh, five opportunities to do so. Dove, Dove Davidoff is here. I always uh, say that's Dove yeah, Davidoff. Yeah, yeah, it's a tongue twister. It is, but it isn't kind of, but until not. you're in the room. Yeah, Dove Davidoff. I was yeah, fine yeah. until you came in here. I said, yeah, no, no, no. Once, once you hear it once. Yeah, what are you going to do? I, I have to start by saying uh, I was lying in bed. I was on vacation last week and I got sick. And, yeah. I, and I was just yeah. laying in bed, and at 2 in the morning, yeah. Hustlers came on, and there you were on my TV, and oh, you yeah, were coming yeah, in yeah. this so week. You forget about those. Yeah. <laughs> you forget you were in that. <laughs> yeah. The Jennifer uh, Lopez uh, dancing yeah. movie, which is based on a true story. 
Yeah, so I don't know. Which I, I mean, yeah, it is, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Look, I show up, I do the gig. I, I, know. I don't have a story about it. What do you want from me? You want me to talk about it like I care? You're, you're not going to get that out of me. I didn't know there um, was this much indifference towards the role. No, no, no. The, no, no. I, 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 I do care if there's something to care about. And I cared about the character. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you go in, you show up, you do the thing. You never know how much ends up on the screen. Yeah. You're Hustlers, on a lot. Hustlers, I never saw it. You didn't watch it. Never saw it. Uh, it's not a. I'm not doing it on purpose. It just never yeah. was something. No kidding. So you want to see? You did the movie and you're like, nah. I just never got around. Oh, to if it. I can learn something from my scene, I mean, I was doing a television show for two years. I didn't yeah. want like every now and then I watch a scene to see whether or not I sucked and how I, I could improve. Is that right? Yeah. See, I I don't know yeah, that I could. I don't because I, I can't listen to this show. Yeah. After it's done, I'm like, I've yeah. done it. And so I wonder, like, if it's the same kind of thing where you just don't want to see yourself or you just... I think there's a lot of that involved. Yeah. yeah what do I want to... I mean, if I can learn something from it, I'll do it. Yeah. You know? It's like, I, yeah. Because on Hustlers, I was wondering how weird it was when the cameras weren't rolling. Because there's so many naked people. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. That, I mean, what was that like? Because yeah, you not, were the manager no, no. of the club, right? Yeah. 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 Sure. But, um, but, yeah, there were a lot of naked bros. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. The other thing is, there's <laughs> got to be a it was, like, it was like being in a strip club. Yeah, but they and that's what I was. But it was, but yeah, but was they it... weren't dancing, and then there was a lot of like. The, but they hired a lot of girls who do that. Yeah. for money, and so it's not like the girl you sit next to is a proper extra. She's just pretending to be a hooker. Right. These girls are strippers <laughs> pretending to be strippers, and so you do feel like you have a bit more leeway. Right. Uh, but no, I didn't, you know, and, and then but you the, shoot in the middle of the night. Like, the, oh, is that, the stars were, uh, not wandering the set nude the entire no, time. No, not wandering around yeah. nude, but you know, she's there doing her thing and everybody has to wait in between takes, you know, so yeah. you're on the set for hours. It's just the nature of that there business. with Jennifer Lopez in no clothes or in a robe and it's just yeah, kind no, of that she's awkward in a robe. small They time. throw a robe on her. The rest of the girls are in no clothes. I mean, listen, Jennifer is, uh, you know, she certainly looks good. I mean, and, and <laughs> she does. I mean, and for it's a bold statement, and she, but she's also 50. It's yeah, not yeah. like, you know, yeah. it's yeah. Isn't that a great thing that we can say? And that's still socially acceptable. I'm waiting for that to go away. Because oh, yeah. Yeah, cause to, everybody to always says, yeah, comment ever on like to throw the age in when they no, look good. She looks good for 50. For 50. Yeah, we but always add that not? in. I right. mean, no, it's like, I look okay for 49, but you wouldn't want to compare me to an underwear <laughs> model that's 28. <laughs> yeah. But if you did, they'd be like, he looks good for his age. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's an insult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is kind of just a yeah, punch yeah, in the face. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, don't yeah. look that good. Right, There's right. better. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's, true. It's a strange way yeah, to say Yeah, they're going to take that away from us at some point. Yeah, before. absolutely. Oh, that's going away. Yeah, and we were just talking away. off there about social media and yeah. stuff and how it uh, it steals your life force. It's whether or not you're making a Faustian bargain. You know, yeah. it seems it seems cool up front. In theory, you produce some serotonin, you get a couple of likes, yeah. and, uh, and before you know it, you're... You're blowing guys for money in a hallway. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's, it can be a slippery slope. I'm just waiting for that. <laughs> wow. I have not had that part yet. The, the, yeah. The, well, you didn't get that lost in social media. Yeah, the not before you, the, you know it part. I think I would know it before it happened, but I yeah, would probably yeah. end up doing it. You're probably right. If there's I, enough cash involved, it seems like I, anybody I don't do know. I don't know how to interface. I haven't figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't figured out the... the how would you the, describe yourself as a social animal? I'm, not social media, just like you as a person. Oh, I'm relatively insular. You know, I don't. You know, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm dating someone now, and I was trying oh. to figure out how to communicate around. Like, you know, I'm relatively social. I come into yeah. the club, I see people there, but no, overall, I, I, I avoid your general conversation. And does she do? <laughs> she uh... yeah. 
Yeah, I'm definitely avoiding it. Now, that is a so. tough thing uh, as a as a person who's trying to listen to you and get a next question. It's it's the I'm very social, but I do try no, to no, avoid no. general conversation. General conversation, <laughs> yeah. just but this oh, is in general. That's true. This is a very specific. No, no. Uh, type it, of good questions are very engaged. Yeah. I, I well, wait a minute. That was a. Just, you ask good questions. Oh, I thought I thought it was coming at you like you were waiting for a good question. No, no, no. no. The uh, yeah, because it's a it's a strange thing to have something that you know. Because I always look at comedians on stage. You guys are you know insular by nature. You can't be. You're not in a conversation for your. Some work. of them never shut up off stage. That's true too. I I that's not the way. You're I, you an know, observer. I'm an observer. I was yeah. never even a fan of the entertainment world. Really. No, it, listen, it's a good way to reconcile existence. I enjoy jokes and certain aspects of, of the yeah. art and yeah, other stuff like that. And the yeah. lifestyle, not necessarily appealing or... Well, when I was younger, I mean, I don't mind, you know, you know I don't mind uh, banging chicks I probably won't maintain contact with on the road once in a while. But yeah, I mean, if that's what you're asking, yeah, it's a very good gig for that. Um, yeah, no, I like it dog style in a hotel room with zero eye contact either before or after. Yes, of course. That is what you mean by general conversation. Yes, yeah, you're yes. going to avoid that. Yes, yeah, general that. conversation. Yeah. You know, with 7-Eleven, we can pick up a couple yeah. of condoms and maybe avoid getting pregnant. Yes, general. Um, no, but yeah, no, the road is, the road will kill you if you don't have your head screwed on yeah. straight. Has it come close to getting you? Yeah. Has it really? What's what's not the, hardcore stuff, you know. Yeah. I don't have any oh, you know, I was hanging laying somewhere with a needle hanging out of my own right. stories. Yeah. But yeah, it'll get to you psychologically. Yeah. It's dark and it's lonely and yeah. then you're working in a bar basically. That's what nightclubs are, yeah. right? It's like you know, and so it's not the healthiest environment. No. To, and when do you realize you know? that? Because I've uh, so many people that we've years, had and talked to, it takes a long time. And most of the time, it's in your probably about 49. You're like, oh, well, man. You're like, what do they call it? Like a frog, you know, in water. It doesn't know it's too late until it's boiling. That's and true. So you're in this yeah. thing. You're like, oh, I'm having fun. And then the fun starts to feel like something else. And then, but happiness isn't fun. And then, yeah. You know how long can you have that kind of fun? Yeah, it's like you. What, and you, then you you take a job, uh, hanging around a bunch of naked ladies for a movie for a little while, whether you're probably not going to see. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> that look, sounds you, great. It's it's an odd, yeah, it's yeah. an odd life, and so you got to really yeah. have connect with the soulful aspect of it. Do you, you read the hustler jokes. script? Uh, uh, no, no, I read my part of the script, and I yeah. I, I will absolutely. I mean. You have to have respect for the text. Sure. So you got to know what you're saying. You got to know why you're saying it. You got to know who you are in the moment. Um, but other than that, I don't need to know what happens to the gal at the end if my scene <laughs> takes place in the beginning. That's true. Whatever's going to happen, whatever's going to happen. But That's isn't right. there a curiosity sometimes when, like on this one, you haven't seen the film? The curiosity that I would think yeah. would be is what was edited, you know, all the stuff that you've done, oh, what yeah. makes it to the yeah. film? Oh, yeah. No, I've seen enough of my parts to know what doesn't make it, yeah. to know how much right. gets edited, and to know whether or not I could do something better. But that's the degree to which I'm usually involved. Yeah, don't you worry that you get a script and be like, okay, my part's the first five minutes. That seems pretty good. And then the whole thing seems to like lean into some sort of Nazi propaganda movie. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't realize you just signed up for that. Well, no, You should read the end. Every time they, they, they don't those agencies, by the time it screens through the process, by the yeah. time they've gotten funding, it's relatively political. It's very yeah. unlikely you're going to be like, I didn't realize Hitler was the lead in this film. <laughs> I would <laughs> love that, though. We were yeah. talking about, did you realize at the end yeah. of Hustlers yeah. that she's a Nazi? <laughs> the I whole had no time? idea. Yeah. My character was a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they pin it all on you. Yeah. You're never seen final again. Final scene. Yeah, the final scene is just you walking away and then they yeah, show yeah. another cut of cops chasing. I opened, I was managing a candy store. I didn't read the rest of the script. Right. By the end, I had raped three broads and killed two people. <laughs> yeah, it was off screen, too. It was all this uh, subversive stuff. Yeah. 
Dude, I understand when you you hear about actors uh, going off the set because the guy's uh, doing it. We're, we're kind of doing it on the fly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're making yeah. it up as they go. I'm not taking <laughs> yeah. that chance. Yeah. 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 Are you doing any work yeah. right now? Any movies or anything you're into now? Yeah, I just finished a little movie. Um, it was. It's about a, a comedian. It's about it's a road trip movie about a guy with an autistic son, you know, and his journey about finding his own voice through comedy. He was a like a the character is a, is a writer for he writes joke jokes for like the Tonight Show. Oh, okay. And then it's him finding his own voice. It's interesting. It's a quality yeah. quality story. Is it done? Uh, they're still shooting it. Still shooting it. They're okay. still shooting it. Your yeah. parts are over. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they're just working on the Nazi yeah, bits. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> they're just working on the part where the guy was convicted scene. for rape. It's yeah. going to be quite the surprise. <laughs> when the autistic they told Mitch about an autistic kid. <laughs> it's an autistic Nazi yeah. who loves to rape. And uh, you're, you're the mentor. Yeah, I saw autistic. I'm like, I'm in. I didn't see the word Nazi after that. I think you should, I would have to read the whole thing just yeah. in case. Because no, no, you can get involved in something, and the next thing you know, the yeah. editing turns this into one a I read. lunatic. This one, okay, this good. one I read. And you liked it. Yeah. And when is that coming out, do you think? Uh, year, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But no, TV, still, the, the, the show is no longer, right? No, no, the, the detective show is over. I mean, you know, uh, TV is a strange place now because um, it's, you know, mostly streaming platforms. Yeah. I mean, I guess NBC, CBS is still doing stuff, but a lot Not less. Much. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the budget is there to go out and create all of these TV yeah. shows. Well, yeah. they've started to open up that a little bit. Not at the, the networks, though. Peacock. Peacock, yeah, yeah, yeah they're the trying streaming. to compete I mean, they're in streaming. Yeah, streaming, getting stuff yeah. out faster. And-, yeah. and so I think more pilots are being made, but less shows are being picked up for long runs, you know. I think the marketplace yeah. is a very short, you know, time span. Yeah, you said you're dating now. So the whole, you know, uh, pounding away on the road is over. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, precisely. So 80% <laughs> of the upside of even being on the road is gone. <laughs> this all sucks, man. <laughs> we can find you a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you're, how long have you been dating? Uh, well, you know, I was dating in general. I mean, I'm dating somebody for a couple of months, and the prospect it, it, it looks good right now. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, I, I, I don't just Are life on the it? road is bad, bad, bad at dating. I'm not great at it. Yeah. You know, you kind of get into the rhythm and try to try to make it happen, but it's torturous. Yeah, yeah well, because you're bouncing around all over the place. It's not just that. It's you know whoever you're meeting. It's like it's like a, a venture capital model. It's like you know you're gonna have nine failures out of every ten investments, and one you hope makes up for the rest of the, 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 the money you lost. <laughs> you still need the failures. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in order to get to the one that works, you need the failures. So you yeah. know when you enter that room, like yeah. it's not gonna work yeah, nine times idea. out of ten. You can kind of feel it. Immediately, you can feel it. Right? Imme- that's yeah. the problem. You feel it immediately, and, and you then still you're- do it. Well, you got to do it to get to the one that works. That's true. Yeah, you got to have your you failures. Know? And they do that. That's that's the that's a movie model as well. Most of the like four out of five films or more, five or six or something, right. uh, uh, do not make money. No, it's the ones the tentpole. It's the ones that compensate up for all the loss that yep. determine whether or not you have any margin in your business. Yeah, yeah. and ninety percent of movies are horrible, and that's why they oh don't the movies make are much. awful. Part of it is that they're awful, and then the other part is sometimes people don't watch even good ones. Yeah. If they made a movie about you, who plays you? Me. You play yourself. I think so. What about uh, young you? No. Because you look good for 49, yeah, but let's okay be honest. 49, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> who plays young? Who are we kidding? Uh, uh, oh, I have no idea. You would cast... Uh, I don't even know anybody's... No, you know, young I don't kids. follow... Like, the, yeah. I don't know a lot of names. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not super in touch. Yeah. Maybe you'll go with an Instagram influencer yeah. to play you. <laughs> Some kid yeah, that right. just pops up on <laughs> yeah. your internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know, we're on the terrestrial yeah. thing yep. still. That one got us. Right, but right, yeah, the right. TikTok and the crap. Yeah, 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 yeah the not, crap. It's right, not right, right, yeah, right. You're not, you're not. It's, uh, yeah, and people right. think, I've told people I don't want to be part of it, and they're like, oh, you think you're above it. And in a way, I do. 
Well, I, I mean, it depends on what like above means. You mean, you mean like, do, do I have enough dignity to not sort of desperately post daily occurrences about nothing with you? Yeah. I mean, if that's what you mean by above, you know, yeah. you sure. I don't know anybody who likes it. That's the crazy part. It's a weird thing. It's, like, it's the Michael Jackson thriller record. Everybody owned it and everybody made fun of it. I, I think people are doing it because other people are doing it. Yeah. But nobody knows why they're doing it. Yeah. It's you the know, fear it's, of missing it's, out. It's thing yeah. where the, FOMO, it just yeah. attracts other people. Yeah. The yeah, fear of missing yeah. out. I got I to gotta get in on this, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It is a strange but thing. But I do. Somebody said that to me. That you yeah. think you're above the social media thing. And that's and I'm yeah. like, maybe I do. I think maybe I have to sure. kind of reassess that I think I might think it's beneath yeah. me. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like it depends how somebody's using it. I don't know. Like, if you're developing a political campaign, you know, you're probably not above using it as a tool. Am I above, like, sharing pictures of my chill- child? I have a four-year-old son, like, with strange, like, trying to be cute. Like, yeah, I guess yeah. I am. Yeah, that's I'm okay I with that. Yeah. I'm okay with being above that. I think I do, too. I, and I'm, I'm not talking about people that are doing that with friends and family and private. I'm talking about these weird grabs at anybody yeah. that hits a like button. I, you yeah. Know. You know the difference between low, like, it's like bad wine. Like, I don't know what great wine tastes like. I, <laughs> like, I know it's. It feels it's good, but I know what bad wine tastes like, <laughs> right? You know, and yeah. I know there's a lot of bad wine out there yeah. in the yeah. social media. It's world. a strange thing. Uh, Dove Davidoff is at the Tempe Improv tonight, tomorrow, yep. and Saturday. TempeImprov.com. What else is going on in your life we should know about? I am from here. I go to Vegas. I'm doing another gig at the Laugh Factory in Vegas, and then um, and then so people should just skip you know, this one and see life. in Vegas. That sounds fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. Tempe for no, God's no, sake. It's um, it's uh, just just life stuff. I'll go back. I'm working on another hour special, and yeah. then and then I have a business life that's separate from what's your business life? Comedy. I mean, I'm a landlord in New York. I just built 26 units in Brooklyn. I no mean, kidding. I'm, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. So look at you. you. Know, I'm, I'm I'm I have another life. Well, that's what's allowed me to not be so engaged by social. Media. <laughs> yeah. yeah, money. You know, yes. You don't care about what other people think. You've got your own. I, I to a degree, that's that's yeah. true. I mean, What's my income it... streams are not contingent upon whether or not somebody's going to try to yeah. cancel something. What's your insecurity that would oh. make you think that people you do care about what people think? Well, I I think we all want to be reasonably well thought of, just almost on an evolutionary basis. You know, you're you're, you're a tribal animal by way of your own genetic evolution. You don't want to be you don't want to be a pariah or I don't need to be well thought of by strangers right. necessarily. I want to be well thought of because I try to be a decent person with some yeah. dignity and the ratio about kicks thoughts. in again on that. Yeah. yeah, because all of a sudden you can get caught up on saying you know yeah. trying to be a people pleaser, trying yeah. to do. I think that's oh, what, yeah, yeah. that kind of nails the social media thing. Yeah. it feels like a tap dance for strangers. It sure does, and that's where I'm like, I don't need to do that. I do that here, but I volunteer for that here, and it's this a is different a job. kind of thing. You develop a craft, and you know you're executing on you know a, a, a craft here, yeah. or, or a job, or a thing. It's a tool. When it becomes a general sort of empty sense of form yeah. of attention, it's almost like somebody in porn, like showing someone your your v- vagina. F- like to for attention, like it's not a good way of life. Like, it just doesn't work. Like it worked for some, like wow. Fiona Flaps back yeah, in the well, day. Yeah, well, you know, she had a special like gift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. she was an oddity. We yeah, like no, those. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Fiona accepted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Please, the asterisk on Fiona. Yeah, that goes without yeah. saying. Of course. <laughs> Why are we even wasting I'm not time? I'm a crazy on person. <laughs> No, yeah. I'm just saying there are positive and negative forms of kind yeah. of seeking things, and you got to maintain some character, you know. And because and- I put opinions out here, but people seek them on their own. If I went to the mall 
and just started to sing and dance <laughs> and tell people, <laughs> and all these strangers are walking by. Yeah. There's something wrong with you're, you. You're that it religious guy that with way. the megaphone. Yeah, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the guy screaming about Jesus with the bullhorn. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like yeah. nobody asked for this. There's, yeah. a, there's a forum for that. Yeah, it yeah. feels it, even the, the the form of it. It's like uh, it's like getting high off drugs. Like it's not sustainable and it's not healthy. Right? Can you do it once in a while? Can you make an argument? I I don't know, but I know when I'm on there, like, and I'm, it's it's. I just wonder sometimes why I'm there. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. And, and am I doing like, it for me? I th- I think I feel right. a little bit self guilt when I'm like I'm doing this because I need attention. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, are there better ways to fill that hole? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and, and, and of course there are, and that's where Fiona comes. Yeah, in. <laughs> fill that hole. Of course, <laughs> she's a hole filling. <laughs> Nothing machine. but the best. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but class. That's yeah. what that is. All class. And that's why we miss Beaver Hunt. It used to be such a simple world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. That was the most horrifying thing in the world. That was the original social media, though. Yeah. Like guys would look at their wives and go, "We need to get yeah, some thumbs yeah, up." Yeah, on I need this. to get right, you right. on this. Yeah, I gotta get you on yeah. this. <laughs> I never Finally, understood. I've got a use for you. <laughs> how they saw that Polaroid, looked at the magazine yeah. of the professional Wild. pictures, and said, "Close enough. I'm sending it." Yeah. <laughs> Dear Larry, I don't, know. I don't think I've ever seen yeah. a vagina in person. Right. That I could photograph at that moment without yeah. airbrushing or filters yeah, yeah, and yeah, think something. this is for public and consumption. Now, yeah. Yeah, now yeah, what you can do know. with Instagram and all the filters. Oh, I mean, You can make a little cartoon character out of it. <laughs> oh, it comes out looking <laughs> like a kitty cat. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Is that an actual f- feline cat? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of an Arby sandwich, it looks like yeah. something actually fairly yeah. good. Is that candy? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? This looks like Thin Mints. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I just don't get, uh, I don't get any of it. It's, it's weird to talk to people about it because we all have that same feeling about social media and yeah. everybody keeps doing it and i well, don't know to what end you know i mean but it's almost like at this point it's starting to become like oil like like if you we, got a business like, you yeah. gotta do yeah. it right well i mean but it's the way you interface with the tools you know you don't have to become a prostitute you know yeah yeah Thanks. well it's the fear and also then this alex jones thing we were talking about this morning he has yeah. to pay 965 million dollars well, you can't pay what you don't have i mean right. those are just numbers i mean yeah he's yeah been the punishment was i don't know how much i don't know if they'll collect any of that right but it's just that he can't have anything anymore it was oh, less ever. about people just getting ever it shut yeah. him off yeah it was well, never him. i'm sure he's got you know he scrolled something away but yes he cannot publicly have anything yeah. trackable you know maybe he's got some crypto or something yeah I don't and, know. but that's the that's the weird part of the whole sentence i think he should have been punished and he's a horribly odd person but yeah. it also comes back to the fact that his audience followed an idiot off a cliff yes and that's the scary part but uh, that's also the the interesting philosophical cultural question right is that how responsible are you like you have the freedom of speech but at what point are you hurting someone with your speech and at that point where do you become culpable like right. is it direct and i guess with him it's 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 the point is that he was t- telling a falsehood you yes. can yell your opinion all you want right but if you're although it was his opinion it was so his it's opinion. very tricky yeah and right. it is tricky and, and, it, and he's not other... yelling fire in a crowded theater yeah right? no Which he's is yelling crazy and somebody crazy picked up and ran. But that's why he's not legally, uh, that's why he is not facing criminal charges. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's not against the law. And so you can sue anybody for anything in this right. country. So if you have a jury that acknowledges your Oops. culpability, then you can be ruined financially, even though you technically haven't done anything exactly. illegal. It's kind of, it goes back right. to the people who sued Ozzy for the messages in his music or Judas right. Priest when they, and, they're, and the right. courts back then said, no, this is your actions. Right. And that seems to have changed. 
Well, but Alex Jones is much more direct, right? You can really right. trace it. Whereas, like, if somebody's winding a record backward and some dude was on leather pants biting a bat, like, that's <laughs> right. like he didn't yeah. tell anybody that, that, you know. That is true. Yeah. But they, you know, the, the, well, they were talking about, you know, on the record side of the metal side of it, that that made that kid yeah. commit suicide. Right. Yeah. Well, they're trying to say the devil was involved, yeah. and they just can't prove that. So it becomes this thing where the Although courts used to be. a jury, right. But how, yeah. what, was there an outcome to that yeah. legal the, Well, they got, they. They didn't get any they, money. No, nobody got any money. Right. Um, and they might yeah. have had a settlement later in some sort of, but they were trying to criminally prosecute people. Right, well, they can't criminally yeah. do it, I guess. But I guess a settlement would be possible in, you know, in our. The, the, Civil or. Civil but that's court, the scary part. Right? Like we could have said yeah. something stupid here we don't even think about, and then in three days somebody's like, "Oh, and uh, Dove Davidoff said that yeah, thing on KUPD. Right. I did it. Right. I went out and did that to them. Right. I, I raped three people on the hooker and the Nazi. That's and what like, makes it so interesting. But I guess the burden of proof is there to be, you know, determined in a court of law. And so when you watch them going through the videos over and yeah. over with Alex Jones, you go. Oh, there's a lot. Like where there's smoke, there's there's fire. Yeah. Theoretically, there's enough smoke over the course of decades. Oh. You go, he's uh, horrible. He's guilty of that. But that number is so astronomical. But we also, you also mentioned the part. Oh, it's that, astronomical. It's yeah. ridiculous, and it is completely designed to stop him from ever existing. Oh yeah, I'd much rather do a couple of years in jail and Absolutely. have a shot at life. Which is when a conspiracy inside itself. Yeah, right. And, and, and then feed oh, him. Cancelled this guy. Yeah. But it feeds him. They they couldn't cancel him. They couldn't shut him up. They took it. They took his life away without criminal prosecution. Yes. which is crazy. Yeah, it's dangerous. You shouldn't do any more stage work. It's all getting too dangerous. <laughs> you know, you just be a landlord. Yeah, you. Canceled. He's just going to mime some yeah, stuff for yeah, you, exactly. and that's about it. Uh, yeah. They're going to be the future of comedy, by the way. Yeah. Slapstick pies in yeah. the face. Nobody of mimes. else is going to be allowed to say it. Everybody's going to be scared sure. to death. Mimes yeah. will be funny. Yeah, yeah. They're the only people in the safe zone. Yeah. Until they're not. That mime made me want to jump off a roof. It mimes. One move he makes when he starts. He acts like he's beaten off, and somebody was attacked by their uncle. Thing you know, nine hundred sixty-five billion dollars later, that mine's yeah, done. Yeah. Uh, Dove yeah. Davidoff is at the Tempe Improv this weekend, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday at the Tempe Improv. TempeImprov dot com. Uh, Dove, leave us with something, uh, words of wisdom, if you don't mind. Uh, show up tonight, tomorrow, there you go. and the day after. <laughs> TempeImprov dot com. There's wisdom. There's humor. You won't be yeah. disappointed. God bless. Godspeed. Easy enough. There you go, Dove Davidoff. Everybody, it's ninety-eight KUPD. Right, there you go. It's uh, disturbed right there. Stupefy. Uh, Dove Davidoff is interesting. He's a very smart man. He's an interesting guy. I like him. And I'm the only person in the room that's seen Hustlers, for crying out loud. What's wrong with you guys? He no, was in it. I'm he behind. hasn't seen it. Oh, that's an old one. It's a bad movie. Uh, it's got... It's... It's... Uh, it's very shiny. Is it only a couple years old? Yeah, it's a few years old. It's a very shiny movie. It looks great. It has a lot of interesting moving parts, but in the end, you're like, why do I care about this? And he's right. He just did his part, and he got on. I'm not going to read the rest of it or look at it. Uh, we're doing the thing for the troops, KUP deployment, and uh, man, oh man, the response this year is probably the biggest uh, we've had as far as people emailing me and talking to me about this. Uh, the guys who are home, uh, who have been out, we forget that these guys have been uh, you know, out for the last 20 years for the most part. We've had to talk about this particular uh, event we do kup deployment and these most of them haven't been here they're all home a lot of them are back and saying oh when i was there i wanted this when i love what you're doing i love what you're doing thanks for supporting us even in you know peacetime uh this guy says hot sauce get hot sauce to the guys mres suck the chow halls at fobs suck give them hot sauce i can cover that brady can cover some hot sauce for you i think we can get some hot sauce over there no problem 
That's a great one. I never thought of that. Get these guys some uh, flavor to the food because MREs are fairly bland. They have to be by choice. So, but thanks to everybody who popped out this morning at 83rd Avenue and Cactus. Uh, Brett said it was great. We loaded it up, and we keep going until November 11th on Veterans Day when we pack them up and send it out. We say we support the troops. We should do it all the time. Again, it's uh, the food drives around Christmas are always wonderful, but what happens in April and May when those same places are like, please help us? And it's like, yeah, not top of mind. Let's keep this thing going with the troops. The, the support the troops. They've been at it for a mighty long time. You watch, uh, you know, I watch a lot of old movies and stuff. I was watching movies from the 30s, and I realized that they were talking about a war that was about to happen. I watched movies in the 50s. They were talking about a war that was going on. Movies in the 60s, we were talking about Vietnam. The 70s seems sort of clear, unless you get into late. Uh, the Middle East started to go nuts, and then the Cold War was going on. We've always had our troops at the ready uh, pretty much since the beginning of this country, there hasn't been a, a there hasn't really been a long extended period of peace for our military since we existed. We yeah, fighting we've always excel, always fighting. Uh, so you know, and it's always on the when we're not fighting, we're almost fighting. So uh, those uh, brave men and women deserve our attention, especially in times when we're not really paying attention. So it's nice that you guys are doing this. So I appreciate the outpouring because it is massive right now. We uh, we love you for it. KUPD deployment. You can check it out at 98kupd.com. we got our FanDuel picks coming up in just moments. It's 98. That's right. Foo Fighters right there. Monkey wrench. Uh, it's 923. It's time for the FanDuel picks of the week. Uh, but before we do that, yes. Brett just got back from 83rd Avenue and Cactus out at the Safeway. Uh, KUP deployment. So thank you for that. It's a beautiful thing. And now another thank you has to go out because a lunatic came by <laughs> and gave you something that will turn anybody of any age into a kid for a second. Yes. Pez. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He came out. This guy came out. He had a, a got Pez shirt on, had a gold emblem with a Pez, like piece of candy Pez on it. Like a, a necklace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A medallion? Yeah, like like you know, like the uh, Mr. T starter kit. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, he just started talking to us about Pez and comes over and hands out the, hands hands us some uh, Pez dispensers. Like, oh, got to bring back some for the guys and handed them over. And then I got I got like the history of Pez, which I had no idea. What's Origi- this dude look like? Is he a normal looking guy? An older guy. Yeah, yeah, an older, normal guy. older guy, probably is he like paid late fifties. Yeah, I don't is he think the president? so. Oh no! Come on! How did you wreck this? Right. Take a lap. You take a lap. <laughs> two. Yeah, it's a two lapper. That's a that's a half mile, my friend. Jesus. Don't laugh at it. Just shame Stupid. him. Anyway, he was telling a wonderful story. Yeah, yeah get to the. Yeah. I was trying oh, to. Yeah. Don't you dignity. Oh, God damn him. So much just nerve, really. So, uh, anyway, so go ahead. So apparently he's giving me the history of Pez and apparently came out in the 20s, just in like little tins, and it was to stop people from smoking hmm. originally. And obviously it didn't work. Right. And uh, so in the 50s, they came out with the, the cool little Pez dispensers like we got right here. Yeah. To, to start marketing them towards kids. And apparently Pez, the German word for Pez or is, well, it's peppermint. Right. It takes the first letter, the middle letter, and the last letter of the German spelling of however you spell peppermint, peppermint in German. I don't know. Huh. He told me and I couldn't do it. But And he yeah. says, he, how many did you say he and had? He's got over 2,700 Pez dispensers at last count. He might be over 3,000, he said now, but the last count. He actually counted them one day, oh, yeah. which is even crazier than having 2,700 Pez dispensers, oh. is counting them. He had, a, he had a picture of his office, and it was floor-to-ceiling shelves with Pez dispensers. He had, they actually have, like, you know, baseball cards back in the day. They had yeah. a little Beckett with the price yeah. guy. They have a Pez dispenser price What's guide. What's his uh, prize jewel? Uh, I can't remember which one he told me, but, it, you know, it was a, I think it was a couple hundred bucks. But there's one out there that's worth, like, four grand. 
a Pez, a Pez dispenser. dispenser. Yeah. It was crazy. Mint condition. Well, the, sure. The hilarious part is God as soon as you... damn it, you, and the, you walk around this planet. You don't <laughs> that's even a know. mile. You that's not even two laps You don't even anymore. know when you're doing it anymore. That's how bad it is. <laughs> Mint condition. Jesus. You kick yourself in the nuts right now. I'm going to make you baboon yourself. That's what I'm going to make you do. You're going to go tug that horn. You're going you're gonna to take your own cream. Let's go to commercials. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> the most expensive Pez dispenser. Snow White Lavender. That one's worth $2,600. $2,600. There's a little Dumbo. Is that Dumbo? With a soft head is soft headed Dumbo. Seven hundred from 1979. Get to the big boy. What's the most all expensive? Right. I scroll all the way, all the way down. down to that. Come on, catch the up. Pez that they is. have they have variants too. Like so, you'll see that Dumbo one, but yeah. some of them will come with the different uh, different color uh, bottom part, uh, different oh. colored feet, and he, you know he's got like eight of the same one, but they're all different. Soft What's, head Mickey from 79 is 3500. These are Pez dispensers. Yeah. I had no idea. Uh, Plastic. That, oh, Foghorn Leghorn, oh, seven grand, nineteen eighty. Seven grand for wow. a Foghorn Leghorn. I bet yeah, you I had man. that. That's why I'm getting annoyed by this, is because I, I knew know I, I had don't. that elephant one. Nineteen sixty one political donkey, thirteen grand. He told me about that. That was made for uh, the uh, the I think the, like the Kennedy the mem- uh, memory of the Kennedys or something like that. <laughs> There's <laughs> That's only what he said. two That's of those what he said. known to be. Well, it was sixty one. Yeah, so, yeah, so it was before before he got shot. For his election or something like that. It was the campaign. Probably for the convention. Yeah. But, man, look at that. Which would have been 60 But either way, $13,000 for a Pez dispenser. I guarantee I had the Foghorn Leghorn. My dad was a massive Foghorn fan, so if he even saw anything on there, he'd buy it. And the hilarious part, as soon as you uh, hand somebody Pez, they just start smiling. Oh, yeah, I love this. Yeah. And, and then you right load them up. Oh, yeah. yeah. It makes everybody happy. Well, what an interesting morning you've had. I'm telling you. Weirdo. <laughs> How many puns did you get out there at the... Uh, None. Band? Not until I got here. Yeah, it's a pun started You're once welcome. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what? You're the second strangest person that Brett's talked to today. Oh, wait a minute. No, you're not. The Pez guy is. Brady's the strangest. Pun guy. Where's the Pez guy? He tells better stories. (laughs) Mint condition. Zing! The president. (laughs) I'm knocking him stiff. Yeah, a guy uh, got a big old room, so it's quite a precedent. Check all you want. <laughs> you know, I've seen that one of them was a clam. Uh-oh. And it was uh, being eaten by no, a pesbian. <laughs> pesbian. It's a, it's a dyke eating pez. Correct. Yes, correct. <laughs> Here it goes. I got plenty of them. There. Oh, we know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unbelievable. God damn you. All right, here we go. Let's get to the bets. Yeah, we're trying. You've ruined everything. Oh, look, at it's you. Just, look at you. Yeah, pushing you're trying to go agenda. home early. Got to go right. Got to go right for Leno. <laughs> All right, let's Fallon, get right actually. to it. Yeah, no, Fallon yeah, definitely would use Brady's puns. Uh, the FanDuel bets are upon us. I found something the other day that's fun. Doug uh, Hopkins texts me, uh, guess what I just did? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I made a crushing ninth inning. I go in and I take a look at the uh, Astros and Mariners game. Or eighth inning, I guess. And he goes, and I just, you know, the, the number was massive that the uh, Astros were going to come back and win that thing. In the eighth inning, he made a bet, and they came back and won the thing. And it was like a plus 3,800. So I tried oh, it last night with the Dodgers, who were down two in the ninth. It was plus 1,500, and I went on that thing. Freddie Freeman gets a double off the wall. I'm like, oh. Because I'm go. looking. I'm like, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, uh, Will Smith, and Max Muncie are up. I'm like, there's a good chance they pop yeah. two here. Oh. Freeman's ball goes off the top of the wall. 
And then uh, I think it was uh, Will Smith just took one deep and it was right to the wall. It was three. Ah, Trey Turner struck out. So I was close. But though, that's a fun thing to do. Is that you only, it's two yeah, seconds. Yeah, the live bet. Yeah, the it's live a two-minute live bet. Like, here we go. This is it. So uh, I'm going to be doing a lot more of that with the baseball playoffs going on. But right now it's time for football. Uh, of course, tonight's game, uh, the Chicago Bears and the Washington Commander Skins are playing at uh, Amazon Field. I don't know what's going on. I will not be watching that game. That is for sure. Uh, but, Brett, you will because they're your Bears. Who you got winning this one? I'm going to take the Bears over the Commanders. The Bears will yeah. win. Yes. Can't blame me. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Brady, you're Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know where they are. Uh the Bengals are taking on the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. All right. Andy Dalton. I'm going, I'm going with the Bengals. All right. Yeah, Saints aren't. Uh, right or die. Uh, Seattle and the Cardinals. And the Cardinals in Seattle. Yeah. Taking the Seattle Seahawks with the points. Plus All right. three. All right. That'll be a double pick for you. Yep. Uh, my Steelers. Well, I've got an extra pick. My Steelers have Tampa Bay coming to town. Tom Brady and his divorce are wandering through the confluence of Pittsburgh, and they're still going to win. Eight point favorites. My Steelers are in. A mess. You think the Bucks cover? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say they will. <laughs> the Steelers score three points a game. I'm pretty sure that's easy. Uh, maybe we'll see. Hopefully they break out. But I'm I'm putting money where it's man. safe. Uh, he look good. No, no, it's fine. The three points. He looked good, and they had three points. Uh, no, mm-hmm. Buccaneers win that one. Uh, the Cardinals, of course, taking on the Seahawks. Brady, who do you have in that one? I think it's desperation time for the Cards, and I. I mean, they got to do it. So I'm, I'm going to say you're taking, taking the, the Cardinals. Cards you never do this. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Brett, Cardinal Seahawks. I'm, I'm with Toledo on this one. I'm going Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks, too. Yeah. That's an easy one. Uh, Brady, your upset of the week. The Giants. I'm taking the Giants. Um, are they playing? They're playing the, the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's the Giants in New York. are getting six, aren't they? They're plus six. Or are they? I thought it was the other way around. Nope. I must have looked plus six way. Giants. You don't know how this works, do you? Go back. I got to go back. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that you do. <laughs> Sorry. I thought it was the other way around. No, no, that's the plus thing on there. They're plus six. It's called the upset when they pick yeah, the favorite. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of crappy. Uh, Brett, who's yours? Uh, with, with locker upset, which one are we going at? Upset. Uh, upset. I'm taking the Cowboys over the Eagles. That's what I've got. Yeah? I think that one's going to happen. I think so. Cooper, that defense is so good. Dallas is ridiculous. I'm taking the Cowboys over the Eagles. Toledo? Taking the Patriots over the uh, Browns. Patriots oh. are getting two and a half points. That's not bad. Brady, if you figured out. My upset? Yeah. I'll go back. Uh, I'll go to, with the Ravens. Oh, you're just going to switch the game? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to switch it around. I you was confident the that the Giants were going to do it, and now so we're going to take the Giants if they were the underdog. But the same exact game you've decided has a completely different have, outcome. I don't have enough time to look at other teams. You just looked at the <laughs> other team. Well, I'm going to go with the Ravens then. I didn't know they were underdogs. Uh, and your lock of the week, Brady, probably My the lock? Giants. Rams. Oh, okay, the Rams. Who are they playing? Uh, they're playing the... Where is it? Right, uh, Panthers. Carolina Panthers. By the way, I just was, wrote down was, the teams I picked. Yeah. He was right on his upset. The Giants are getting six points. Yeah, that's right. They're plus six. That's all I said. Right. So he was. Yeah, you he can take the Giants. Upset, yeah. so. so I was right. Oh. No, I didn't say you weren't. Then your face went crazy. I, th- I, thought I said, said Giants I are wrong. a plus six. And you go, they are? And then I thought you were confused. Well, and then I'm like, you don't know how this yeah. works, do you? No. Which one are you going with? <laughs> I'm going with the Giants. I would have gone with the Ravens, though. You just said the Ravens were going to win. No, I. You, you told me I was wrong. That I, I saw it wrong. Well, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm playing with you and confusing you. Right okay, because you're betting whichever team is the underdog in the same game. 
That's, no, I'm that's, not. Yes, you are, because you just went, I will take the Giants if they're the underdog, and if they're not, I'll take the Ravens if they're the underdog. Because you told me the Giants aren't the <laughs> underdog. Do you understand how weird it is to say this team's going to win? No, and when I say, you well, that's missed different. it. Not no. I. You, I was correct. Who finds it strange that in a game you pick? Correct. When the person says, when all I said was they're a plus six. And you went, huh? And I'm like, yeah, they're a plus six. And then you look down and you go, oh, I thought it was. And I, and I thought that confused you. And then I think you just went it into did. a tailspin. <laughs> I know. And then when I said, all right, who's your upset? Well, then the Ravens are. It's the same game. Yeah, I know, but I was right on my upset pick. But then you switched it to make your upset pick it the other team's going to win. We didn't say you were wrong on your upset right. pick. All he said was that they're, they're plus, plus, six. plus six. Then you got, you got confused. A, yeah, I, I thought you meant I, that's I, why I picked I said, the wrong. You don't know how this works, do you? I saw it the other way around. <laughs> it's fun. And you deserve this for the puns and the nonsense that's that you right. did earlier. Uh, anyway, I don't know what the, I don't know who the hell's going on with what. Uh, lock. The, the lock of the week, the Giants. <laughs> no question about it. Walk all over the Ravens. They're plus six. Yeah, I don't even care about the points. I'm going straight up. That's a straight up bet for me right there. Yeah. It is just weird when you're asking. Like, if you asked uh, Jimmy the Greek, hey, Jimmy, who's going to win that Tampa Bay-Pittsburgh game? I got the Steelers in this one. Are you sure? Fucking is. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just asked you. You said this. I changed my mind right in the middle. Well, the Steelers are the underdog. That's the way it went down. Then the Buccaneers. Wait a minute. But it you didn't just go down on like both. That. Yeah, but you did. Yeah, it kind of did. Because when we said what's your upset pick, you were the Giants. confident with the Giants. No, no, no. That had nothing to do with it. The confidence of you saying the Giants are the upset pick of the week went away the second you didn't know that. And then you said, all right, yeah. then the Ravens will win that game. So there's not a lot of confidence in your choice there is what I'm saying. I don't care which one was the underdog. Sure. It sounded, <laughs> like, it sounded like in the same game you were taking whoever Whomever. was the underdog. Yes. Yeah, on the uh, whoever's plus six, I'm going. I felt that was a good number of uh, upsets because my last upset last week was only plus one yeah, five. That's all right. Right, we, just, we called you out for that one. Too. Yeah, we toyed you. We toyed you. you. Got batted around like a ball of yarn there for a little while, and it was fun to do. And that's for peasant jokes. <laughs> right? Did you be yours? Pessimistic. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Pretty, Don't laugh at that. Pretty, oh, I can't help. Take it. a laugh. Yeah. Now he's crotchety. <laughs> now we got to deal with that. By the way, I have the September numbers. Oh, yeah? How'd uh, we do? Brady and Brett owe 50 bucks. I owe oh. 40, and you owe 30, which means we owe yours. You owe my charity. charity. Yeah, that's great. I only owe 50. All right. That's not that's too not bad. so bad. You and Brady didn't get one bet. I it was got a five one. Weeks, you got two. Uh, five week month. Awesome. Hot <laughs> dog. Finally, I got a month in. Uh, that's a good thing. Uh, it's 936. There go your fan duel bets. And go with Brady. Yeah. Uh, did we do our locks? Either way. Bet on all the... Oh, did what's your locks? Lock? What's yours? Oh, I didn't... Did you guys do yours? We didn't. I oh, did. Okay. I, I made one, but okay. we didn't say... Uh, I'm taking the Chargers. What's yours? Uh, uh, the Buccaneers over the Steelers. Giants. <laughs> Are you sure? Great. <laughs> They're plus six. I'm positive. Stamp it. It's my 100% gold certified guarantee. Wait. Or? Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> Mine pays $1,100 for a $100 bet, so I'm going to stick on that. Uh, there you go, everybody. It's 936. Uh, there are your FanDuel picks. Very confused. It's 98. It's Pearl Jam there. Jeremy. It is time for us to get that entertainment drill out of the way. March 50 today. This week has flown by. It's Friday tomorrow. Holy smokes. Uh, it is uh, time for the entertainment drill here. It's brought to you by our friends over at reactdefense.com. The home of tactical black self-defense and home. Of no deadbeats. Oh, uh, that's the thing. A guy emailed me yesterday and said, What if the bad guys want to train there? Then you're just training them to be worse guys. Ah ha ha. 
Incorrect. Bad guys don't train there. If you've got any sort of a, a deadbeat history, uh, they're not going to teach you how to be a, a better bad guy. They're teaching the good folks. There are more sheepdogs than there are sheep. That's the whole goal. Uh, so, yeah, there's a, there's a, you know, you can't go in there with your criminal past and all that stuff. So no deadbeats. That's what we're looking for. It's just decent people who are trying to make the world better. That's what that the whole objective of reactdefense.com uh, is. And they are doing a great thing on October 21st with the Female Defense Seminar. If you want to join up for that, ladies, uh, you don't have to be a member or anything like that. Just go to reactdefense.com, check it out, make it right for you. And in a couple short hours on the 21st out there in Glendale and Chandler, you will be taught things that will make your confidence soar. Make you feel better about being you. And I guarantee it'll pop you right back in that room going, what else do I need to know? This is great. Uh, Another email from a guy uh, today, this morning, that said he was attacked outside of his truck in the parking lot by a homeless guy. And he goes, I felt bad punching him, but I had to punch him. He goes, I don't know what was on him. And and that's the key. It's all these people that are doing things. And then the hindsight police kick in. And we didn't have to hit the guy. You get attacked by some stranger. You're going to punch him, and you're going to knock him cold, and then afterwards maybe it is a little violent, and you find out, oh, he didn't have a gun or he didn't have a knife or anything. But the dude was harassing you, laying hands on you. I don't know what was going on in that parking lot. I like, feel terrible punching him, but I need to – I got so scared. It was good. You landed the shot. You did what you needed to do, and you got out of there. That's the key. Uh, but you don't know, the guy that was running on the football field that's trying to sue the Rams now he wants, because he was out there with that purple powder. Everybody, and I watch uh, uh, that OP live all the time when the cops are like, hey, keep your hands out of your pocket. I don't have anything, dude. They get mad at the cops. Cop doesn't know that. The, the good guys never know what the bad guys are up to because the bad guys don't have rules and the good guys do. And that's the key to this whole thing. Just learn what it's like to fight someone who doesn't have rules. Learn how to defend yourself against somebody who isn't following the standard. And it's an amazing process once you kind of get it in your head that, you know, somebody just comes up to you and lays hands on you. They get the worst intentions of the world. That's it. We deal with the aftermath later, but take care of yourself and your family and the people around you. That's all that's about. ReactDefense.com will help you do that. It's the home of tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Stephen Colbert announced that he's hosting a celebrity pickleball tournament called Pickled. It's happening on CBS November 17th. There'll be 16 competitors. The biggest names, Will Ferrell, Emma Watson, Luis Guzman, Daniel Day Kim. Somehow it will turn political, though, because Stephen Colbert can't do anything anymore without making it all about politics. I used to love him. That guy was hilarious. Sugar Ray Leonard. Possible to watch. Make it, you know what, if you're going to do something like that, if you're going to be the political mouthpiece of late night, uh, do pickleball. Between Republicans and Democrats, and like settle their uh, their differences that way. Like the abortion law can be settled through a pickleball game. We'll take AOC; she looks pretty athletic. We'll put her up against one of the that Marjorie Taylor Green lady, and we'll have some pickleball rather than have them argue about things that'll never get accomplished. And then the winner of the pickleball game gets their way. We'd have to do some damage, and then that the Green New Deal might come through if AOC turns out to be pretty good at pickleball. I like that idea because what we're doing isn't working. So Stephen Colbert can have his political uh, sport uh, paddleball games. I'd love to. Yeah, watch they that. could do it. They That'd could be do fun. The ball. Yeah, we'd have to get the young ones though, like the youth. I don't know the one that uh, runs around. She's the Muslim one. I don't think she'd be very good at pickleball. She got a lot of clothes. Fun to see Pelosi out there. Oh, Pel- Pelosi and Mitch Chewing McConnell. And those ears. Oh my God, McConnell and Pelosi. Yeah, but she wouldn't even need a paddle. No. She'd bat them around with those giant ears of hers. And Turtle Man McConnell. 
that's a good. Tell me that's not the number one rated show on TV. Those two playing pickleball. Oh yeah. And in the end, whatever bill they're playing on gets passed by the winner. The winner gets it. And it's agreed upon by both of them. We're at a stalemate. Pickleball will settle this. Mark Wahlberg moved his family to Nevada. Says it allowed him to uh, give his kids a better life. Because his one daughter's an equestrian and the other son's a basketball player. Younger son's a golfer. Made a lot of sense for him. Elon Musk is selling a new uh, fragrance. They were in California, though? Yeah. Did you see that? The place the that house he sold. sold. Yeah, it was amazing. Had that little par three, I think. Where in Nevada is he going? Vegas? That can't be better for the kids. It's got to be some ranch up way up high. He's yeah, got an Alco, buddy. All right. <laughs> Elon Musk is selling a new fragrance called Burnt Hair. Ew. 100 bucks a bottle. Does it smell like burnt hair? Um, it says that uh, <laughs> the essence of repugnant desire. So, so it stinks. No one knows what it actually smells like until you buy a, a bottle. Let me see that. Is that a picture of it? It says it's the finest fragrance on earth. That's what Elon says. It's uh, what the hell? It's repugnant desire. Repugnant, sorry. The essence of repugnant desire. Just like leaning over a candle at a dinner table, but without all the hard work. Nobody knows what it actually smells like, says the story. That's strange. Burnt hair is not something appealing to buy to flavor a room. Some holiday uh, shows are coming out. There's the first teaser for Spirited. That's the new take on the Christmas Carol. Starring Ron, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. And then Lucy Liu is joining The Rock and Chris Evans in a Netflix action-adventure holiday comedy, Red One. She's still around? Sure. I haven't seen her in They forever. live a long time. <laughs> What's he asking me? No, Lucy Liu. That's what I'm saying. They live a long time. What did you think? They just passed away at a no, certain I age? Think, I thought her career was over. I haven't seen her oh, forever. I see. thought the milk might have <laughs> yeah. spoiled. Expired. Well, she is expired by now. <laughs> She's probably pushing 50. The Strokes recorded their new album on top of a mountain in Costa Rica with producer Rick Rubin. Does that make what they wrote better? Not sure. It still depends on the writing, right? Or are they going for a certain sound, too, being on top of the mountain? I guess. ACDC has a new children's book called the ACDC ABCD High Voltage. Okay. They're teaching the high-voltage alphabet, basically. And right off the bat, the ABCDACDC is going to confuse kids all over the place. If you learned your alphabets from ACDC, your parents are drug addicts. I think that's just a guarantee. And by the way, it's your grandparents that are teaching you. The entry for J reads, J is for jail. Jailbreak. Yeah, that's, you know... So just words A C D C adults. <laughs> words A C yeah, for adults who are struggling with the alphabet. Again, like I said, drug addicts who are way too into A C D C in their seventies. <laughs> and Brett too, you're right, because remember when Brett first said that he's what are the what the alphabet twenty four letters in the alphabet. What, am I using all twenty four? Yeah, you were using all twenty four of yeah, them at once. Some wasted letters in there. <laughs> there are a few we could do without. <laughs> 
X. <laughs> Come on. We use that. We can replace a C porno. and K are basically the same. <laughs> CKS is an X. We can eliminate a few of these things. Uh, that's it for us. We're all done. Larry McFeely is coming up next. Uh, and that's uh, where you guys have to be nice to Larry, and he'll get you all sorts of good things. I think he's got himself some Blink-182 tickets today, and he's going to go hand a nose out. All you got to do is listen, find out when Larry says, hey, talk to me, and Larry will hand you gifts and prizes just for being kind to him. We're done. We'll see you guys tomorrow right here on The Morning Sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever, friend. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.